With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's a whole new ball game around here. A new sound spectacular. Sean Salisbury. Former NFL quarterback, Sean Salisbury. Longtime friend, Sean Salisbury. Brian LaLima. Can't stop addicted to the shindig. Chop top, it says I'm gonna win big. This is the all-new Sean Salisbury Show. Welcome into the Sean Salisbury Show here on Sports Talk 790. Sean Salisbury, Brian Lalima, Ryan Money. The Astros fall to the Giants. They drop that series. They're off today. They travel to Seattle to open up an AL West division matchup. Joel Embiid returns, but it's not enough. As the Celtics tie that series, and then you have the Lakers. Got to take Embiid's MVP away. I know. They got beat. Take it away. Yeah. A little boat race by the Celtics, huh? Yeah. They, but, uh, they're pretty good. But we'll stay local here. Yes. Right. As we should. Because, well, the Rockets aren't in the playoffs. They're not. <laughs> no, they're not. Yeah. The uh, Astros lose. Yeah, we were we, watching that game yesterday as we did re- our relevant broadcast, All Stros, Three Bros. Hey, good morning, Sean, Ryan. Rhino, what's up, dude? <laughs> yeah. Ryan was at the crib. We did relevant yesterday. I Fast love that, game. Broad. Don't you love that? Yeah, it was. Two well, hours, hour, like 10, 12, 15 minutes. Two hours, minutes. 14 minutes. Is that what it was? To be exact. Yeah, two hours, 14 so that's minutes. That's what happens when you, the ball doesn't go out of the park. You don't get runners across the plate. And both pitchers work fast and throw strikes. It's a novel concept, right? It is, right? Great job by... Uh, I thought both pitching staffs were good. A couple hits here, scattered around. Then you get a couple home runs, you know, uh, by the Astros and Dodgers. Dodgers. Yeah, they hit home runs yesterday, too. But the Giants and end up losing a game. I love our relevant broadcast, dude. That's going to explode. Yeah, I, the, I the Astros fanatics and chat room because we get so many great voices and comments in there, and we have a lot of laughs during it. It's a great thing about baseball. There's time in between pitches. Right. Not as much as there used to be, but time in between pitches to have some good times. But I listen, Fromber, he pitched well yesterday. What, eight strikeouts? Six watched, innings, gave up two earned runs, eight Ks, walked two. And they were small ball right. runs. Right. And... Because if I'm not mistaken, the home run came late off of Brayu, did it not? Or Stanek? It did. did. It came off of Brayu, right late in the game. That was the 4-2. It was 3-2 after Bregman hit the two-run job into the Crawford boxes. And then the ball was smoked over the fence. Just barely got over for a 4-2 lead, and that was enough. Um, I uh, Listen, I don't... We have this... The conversation can be had every day about the Astros. About, you know, well, they're not the same as they were last year. Listen, the record says they are... The optics are a little, I, pro, I don't know if depressing is the right word, a little bit, and alarming is too, too powerful a word. I feel like this season so far, like there's not really a lot of excitement. Right. Let like me there's ask. no big home runs. and Same page. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Do you feel like that maybe that even though things are pretty much the same record-wise, that two things stick out? There's a lot of things that stick out. We're talking about statistics and analytics and data. But the two things that stick out for the naked eye and just a fan watching, 
One, the ball staying in the ballpark. Yep. Two, injuries feel worse when you're losing. Or what, 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 when I say losing, when you're not dominating out in front by six. You're not doing what Tampa's doing. Right. Injuries, they feel heightened. And when the ball's not leaving the ballpark, automatically you start to, you, you start to, you know, you go down a rabbit hole of, oh, there's injuries. Why do we get rid of this guy? This guy's velocity is not the same. Uh-oh. You know, and then all of a sudden it becomes one big, oh, my gosh, motor pool that you say, okay, what are we doing now? Let's throw it all in there. So, in truth, the record says they're going to be fine. But I would agree the optics feel different. Yeah. Do you agree? I do, And I yeah. think it's because really a couple do. of their big stars, and one's almost back, but they, they, they're injury-wise... Listen, that's the, I, I, it's such a cliche and cheesy phrase, but when you're a championship caliber team, this is exactly what you have to do to withstand. That's why depth is so important. We always think about it in basketball or football. Man, you got to have a great right guard who's backing up your starting right guard, right? Baseball, we all, I think at times we take it for granted. And maybe we do here because, like, we had six or seven guys that can start I mean, starting pitchers last year. And we had, a, you know, the embarrassment of riches and guys that, I mean, we had minor leaguers that couldn't get here because the major league team's too good. And it's still the case, like a Corey Lee situation. But yeah. I think it is. I think that if I, if we were 16 and 15 and third in the league in home runs, what do you think? Narrative different? Oh, way different. Agreed. You want to know where they are in the league right now? In the home, home runs? runs? So it's got to be 24th, 25th, somewhere 20, down. 23rd. Yeah. 28 home runs. Yeah, that's that's not them. The teams below them, Miami, Colorado, Kansas City, Detroit, Cincinnati, Cleveland, Washington. The only one that's alarming is Colorado. I don't know how many games they've played at home, but you hit a pop fly and that's usually right. out. But that'll change when the summer months get rolling. The ball's going to be flying out of that ballpark, so they're going to run by you with, with average home run hitters. Think about what I started on the show July 6th. So think about what we used to ask J- uh, James Click. It was about Hunter Brown. It was about guys in, in AAA that couldn't get here. Now, with injuries... Need them here. We need them here. Now we're looking and asking Dana Brown, uh, uh, coming up into this week, depending on how Lu- Luis Garcia is... Uh, J.P. France, can we see him? Uh, Forrest Whitley, can we see him? Sean Dubin, can we see him? Those are all three arms that are down in, in uh, AAA because you can't roll with the four-man rotation. And you know what else? Not only do you see him, you may have to count on him. Right. For a lot. Yeah. And it is, listen, I think we all get caught up in, we're the Astros. Doesn't matter what happens. Right. We've won six. We've been a six ALCS in a row. It's easy to do. They've been through this type of thing before. And I get it. But you know what? I hate to say this. At some point, living in certain cities, like starting slow at some point and being able to be, last year, fortunate with the lack of injuries. Fortunate with guys that stayed pretty healthy most of the year for, for the most part throughout the roster, players and pitchers. And I and we're all caught up. It's like I, I know me. I'm sitting at home with that loss, just thinking with the loss yesterday when we're doing our relevant broadcast, thinking, eh. Fromber did fine. Eventually, you're not going to be able two runs. The, the the two runs will turn into four runs and six runs and eight runs, and they're going to be fine. And I believe I'm right for a, for a stint, but we've gotten to the point, honestly, that it's I I I'm caught in it too. That come on, man. This, yeah. is, the, this is the Astros. And reputation and past don't mean a hill of beads for the present and the future. I don't think the past here means a damn thing to, Brown, to, to Jose Abreu. You know what I mean? For some who've been, I mean, it may, he may say it. So we look at a roster, and if you're that team, the players, you look around and say, our roster's too good. Of course we're going to be fine. And so I think we get caught up in that. But let's face facts. 
there's other teams that have gotten better as well. So while it's a long ways away and when, when we clear the air in July and August hits, I believe we're going to be in a position where we're like, here we go again. But at some point in time, somebody's going to challenge that America, the, the, the division. Somebody has to. Well, you look at the division, you want to know where the Astros are um, in batting average right now? Team average? Oh, probably last or close to it. Well, they're 20th with a 240 average. I'm talking average. about in, the, in their division. But, no, but I'm looking in <clears throat> what I meant. I know I said in the division. So I look up at these, look at the top 10. In average, you know where the Rangers are? Just in the whole league? Eighth. Sixth. Hitting two, 263 home runs. The Rangers, sixth. With 43, the Angels, 43, and then the Astros way down towards the bottom. The Mariners, middle of the road, 16. And here's a problem, too. What do we always say when speaking to those two teams in particular, the Rangers and the Angels? In the past, you know what we've always said? They can hit all they want. They can't pitch. Right. That'll be their downfall, and it has been. Now here it's like, well, we're not hitting home runs, but you're, we usually always lean on. Have you seen our pitching? Yeah. And now you're like, well, McCullers out, Urquidy out, Garcia. Um, uh, I don't know about your gut. My gut doesn't tell me see you in a month. Yeah. No, my gut. See you next year. Yes. That, that, That's I, what my gut. I, is I hope I'm wrong too. Yeah. I'd be glad to be wrong. The I'm trying to use opinion. reverse psychology by saying, hey, he's going to be It'll fine. It'll be fine. Right. He'll come uh, back after the All-Star break. You no. know how I feel about the Second opinions, you don't go to the second opinion if the first one was good. Right. You go to the second opinion if you didn't like the first one. Right. So I'm not sure. I, I, I'm not a doctor, but I don't feel overly comfortable, I guess, is a better way to put it. So for me, in truth, Brian, I, I'm... It feels different, but we've always leaned on one side or the other. And right now, you can't lean on the long ball because they're not hitting it. And if you're the team, the hitting or a fan leaning on the pitching, well, it's fine because our bullpen, you get to the bullpen in the seventh inning, usually pretty good. Mm-hmm. And when I say pretty good, I use that, that, that I use that to that I'm underrating how, just how good. But right now, there comes a point in time when, think about this, there is a chance that you're going to have three dudes for a minimum of a month or so with their Kitty situation, three and, and three, Hunter Brown's still in there. But remember, Hunter Brown's still in his infancy. Yeah. Dude, we're, we're still dealing with a guy who looks the part and pitches great. Had a rough one the last time with five walks two days ago or whatever it was. But add two other young guys to the mix. You're really looking at three pitchers that got less than 10 starts in Major League Baseball. And that's if you go grab a cup, Whitley and somebody else in the minor leagues, and all of a sudden you got Hunter Brown up there, you're looking at minimal starts for the most part of three guys that you're counting on a staff that right now you can't look to your bats and say, hey, man, we got to rely on the long ball. We, we got some young pitchers. Well, m- maybe it kicks in then, but this is it's a, a little uncomfortable, but that's okay. Yeah. This team's been very good at being comfortable being uncomfortable. They're going to be fine, but how long we keep saying that right. when it comes to injuries? Yeah, and, and when it comes to the young guys pitching, it's not if, it's when these guys get brought up because they're going to have to. Uh, maybe by next week, brother. <clears throat> right. It may happen on this road trip. Man, Logan Webb for the Giants pitched well, seven and two-thirds. They made him look like a uh, – I didn't, I didn't realize if it was Logan Webb or uh, Randy Johnson. Web.com. Yeah, like, right. You know what right. I'm saying? WebMD. Yeah. What did know? I say? Web.com yeah, or WebMD. WebMD. Nice. Yeah. 
So you took half of mine and made it better. Good oh, job. And, hey, their closer, Doval. Uh, he can throw it a little bit. God. He pumped it up 100 about about. Did he hit 101 too? Whatever it was. I know I know. It's, he was sitting 100. He was, uh, yeah. He did, sitting 100. Yeah, they, they had a hard time putting him in play. Yeah. So it's, they get, get day off today for about their, they'll have like eight or what, eight straight Thursdays with the day off and then they're back at it on the road. That's an important road trip also. You're going to get some news on this road trip that you're either going to love or not like. Yeah, and. Uh, One of the two. Uh, by the way, they have to face Luis, Car- Luis Castillo tomorrow. Yeah, that's always a tough a tough job. For the Mariners. He's pretty good. He's decent. Yeah, he's decent. He'll do it in a pinch. Yeah. Uh, Alex Bregman talked about their offense after the game last night. What did he say? We'll hear the audio and discuss next on Sports Talk 790. R-E-L-E-V-N-T. V like Victor. Relevant. There's no A, but it's relevant. Did you hear our relevant cast? We've done it twice in game cast, and our team of four, we get four different teams, and they're great here in Houston. Started this business here in Houston. Florida based company. We've got crew in Philadelphia. We started here. Why? We like championship teams. The Philadelphia Phillies came here and understood that. We like the Houston Astros. We like the Astros Fanatics. And the Astros Fanatics chat room on the relevant app, Pro Sports Fanatics, it's going to be built in chat rooms all over the country when it comes to different cities. And there'll be great competition, great opportunities like to win $10,000 for who the best baseball podcaster is in the country to get themselves an opportunity to be on this platform. But guess who can be on the platform every day with us? In our chat room, the Astros Fanatics is you guys. We had a great broadcast with some unbelievable fans. It's the best interactive, fan-friendly sports chat room in the country. You're not getting it any better, and we want more of it. It's relevant. R-E-L-E-V-N-T. Go get the app free. Pop on and get the app, and then join the Astros chat room, please. Jump into the Astros chat room. Sign up and come on in and join us. You're not going to regret it. You will love it. We want you there. It's R-E-L-E-V-N-T. No better interactive chat room and or app on the planet. And we're all a big part of it. And why we started here? Best fans, best team, best passion. It's all right there. Relevant. R-E-L-E-V-N-T. Go get that app and go get that app and join us. Relevant. Your all-new Sean Salisbury Show returns. I see you got attitude. I like it. Back to Sean Salisbury and Brian Lalima. Let's get it. On Sports Talk 790. Be with you. How can you even have the nerve to comment on I this? I was just going to say, I figured he'd turn the mic on and go, Ryan, what is this crap? No, like, may the yeah. fourth be with you. What Dude, do you mean? You don't know anything about this. You know what? Take the day off. You know what? Pretend like you're the, turn your, you turn your hat around like you're arguing on I the did. umpire. Yeah. I'm the umpire. Hey, yeah. s- settle down, Brian. Settle down. It was a ball. May the fourth. It, it was a ball. Brian. Be with you. No, Brian, have you seen the movie? No. I haven't seen any of them. Okay, so I'm the umpire going at you. You all of a sudden throw it in like today. If I was a baseball <laughs> manager today yeah. and I was pissed and I, yeah. wanted, I wanted to get run, you know, it's a day game. I, you're would good probably, on the run. I would probably whisper to the umpire, hey, I'm about to cuss you out. I need you to run me. Yeah, exactly. But give yeah. it, be patient with it. Right. In truth, I would too. I'd say, yeah. listen, 
It's a getaway day. I'm tired. Yeah. My guys need an uplifting. I'm going to I'm gonna jump all over your ass, but let's do it for about a minute and a half and then yeah, run and me. and then run me. Right. And it run me on this one because I'm going to tell you, may the fourth be with you. It is may the fourth be with right, you. Right. And I'm going to look at you as the umpire and say, yeah, it's a horrible movie. No, great yeah. movie. And then, and then run him with the smirk. The, the Star Wars, the Star Wars series. Yeah. The, the, the original. Was it John Lucas? The original. Right? No, he's a guard for the... Because oh. that would be Wayne D. Wayne Lucas. No, oh. he's a trainer. Okay. That it's, would be... Who is it? George Lucas. George Lucas. Yeah, yeah. I used to watch George Lucas in the uh, the OC back in the day. High school. Yeah, he used to star in it sometimes. But I don't, I don't ever want you to... to don't don't disparage, Star Wars, so disrespect. Don't even Don't start talking about you love the theme song because... Yeah, no. You know nothing about the fourth being with you or the fourth because you don't know. You get out. May the fourth. There you go. <laughs> May the fourth be with you. Give you a, I'd run you. And then tomorrow is Cinco de Mayo. May the fifth be with you. Yeah. But it's a great weekend. You guys get a party with me? Uh, yeah. We got, we got, dude, screw your chip this weekend. You ain't get no chip. You got Cinco mm-hmm. de Mayo from, that's where, that's what they know. If we were in Esco right now, yeah. where, I'm, where I grew up. Yeah. Come on now. Hey. Yeah. Cinco de Mayo. Right. Orale, way. By people in Desco. Right. Yeah, that's what they say to you. Right, correct. But they become nice because, you know, we're celebrating celebrating our community. Correct. Where I grew up. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Saturday's Kentucky Derby. Probably forgot, didn't you? No, I didn't. Do you know any of the horses? We got to uh, get somebody. You know, do you? You, th- are you trying to throw some bets down on it? Come on, every year. Yeah. Okay. And so my, you're gonna, plan, wear, a, you gonna wear a top hat? I might go to. I might dress up wear in a fedora, seersucker seer suit. Yeah. Yeah. You got a tailor? Um, do what I have you, a tailor? What are you about a forty-eight long? Come on, dude. I'm like fifty-two. Are you really? Fifty-two, fifty-four. Yeah. Oh, six foot nine? No, six foot. Dude, dude. Sometimes when you're jacked, <laughs> dude, why? Would your would your base, your shoulder base, and your uh-huh. and then the, the shorts. Come on, it's like giving a whale a tic tac. I mean, the slacks. Come on now, dude. <laughs> a whale a tic tac. <laughs> that's a that that means it's small pants on a big ass. Yeah, right? I got gotcha. you. Um, yeah, so it's a big weekend. So save the fourth. I mean, got NBA Star Wars. playoffs all weekend. Right. Before, NHL playoffs all weekend. The Astros playing the Mariners. And Astros get beat yesterday. Yes. I'll say this to you. I'm going to cut you some slack here. Summer baseball travel. We're going to be traveling a lot. Be ready to do it. Tomorrow is your last movie review for the summer. Okay. Get the summer off. I know you're a little exhausted by it. A little bit. You sometimes feel pressured. Well, you know, another thing Just is- from the look in your eye in the studio, mm. travel, right, right? Nah. You shouldn't feel pressured to watch a movie. Yeah, you should. Of right. course you should. We did it the whole time. Right. <laughs> you've seen 25 movies that have been the best 25 movies you've ever seen. Close. But a little bit of a, we all need a summer break. Maybe one of these times we'll all three go to a movie together, be, eat popcorn, I, I, and then come out of and talk about it all together. I would do that. But Maybe it's record summer. a podcast for yeah. uh, Ryan's podcast. Right. Yeah. So just... Oh, yeah. Ryan does a movie AB, podcast. ABC yeah. podcast. So nobody go. is going to be your final movie review for the summer. Okay. And then we regroup. You know, you got to do some... It's like school teacher. Right. It's a final. Take your, take your summer off. Is it, so tomorrow's the final? Tomorrow's the final. You're right yeah, now sitting at about a C-. That's all right. 
Dean gets your get, credits. Dean get degrees, baby. <laughs> That's right. No, you've really you've really had a good run at it. Yeah, but uh, give you a, a break. And I think the biggest telltale that you're not a big movie guy is the fact that you've never seen any Star Wars movie. No, can't I can't say that I have. <laughs> you know what else is a big tell is that you never wake up like when you, if you give movies to me. Yeah, like like on Friday by the weekend, I would have watched it. Yeah, for me, you're no. like it's like oh, it's Thursday. I gotta go home and watch it. Yeah, it's yeah, a grind. Pretty much. Is it really? Have you, in truth, never been a movie guy? Have never. You? No. Never. I've been a. It, it's crazy to think. But about. are you grateful after you watch it? Like, yeah. you know, to sit down, like, gosh, I wish I was Besides taking a Rambo, nap. Or that movie sucks. Right. But would you? <laughs> would, would you sit down when you're done? Aren't you like, I'm glad I watched it. I am. There, the, the movies. It's like going to the gym. It's like oh, I gotta go to the gym. Yeah. And when you're done, you feel like okay, feel different like energy. Bucks. Right. Yeah. No, I have. Like some of the movies. Like I go all the way back to Fletch. Like, I really, Great truly movie. enjoyed yeah, that movie. Great movie. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, How'd you miss this? Yeah. And then some of the other movies besides Rambo, because Rambo sucks. But, but, um, but, dude, if you're talking about the sorry, percentage. First Blood, whatever it is. It's been a hell of a, we've it had some been. great movies. No, it has been. So the thing about it is, you're like, he, Rhino and I'd probably be like, before Thursday or Friday came around, I, I would have yeah. already watched it. Yeah, I think now my life is so inundated with sports. I like getting away from sports, but then... I don't know, maybe my patience isn't as good these days, so I'm just like trying to sit still in a two hour movie, you know? It's called when, when leadership knows the room. Right. Sometimes you got to know when to back off. You can give them a, you know what? Give them, skip a start. Yeah. Okay. Right. Skip a start. Or is that like, hey, you, you haven't been playing well. You, you suck. No, we, no, no, you've been playing, you've been playing great. But with all the stuff and in truth, we all got a bunch of stuff. And we sometimes, I don't want it to be. I want it to be where you, man, I can't wait to get back watching movies. Well, I mean, it's a, at, at the beginning, it was a quiz, right? Yeah, so you know, the first few times, yeah, you were quizzing him on the movie to right, confirm it was a that quiz, he watched it. So that, then you were given reports. Right, so now we're in semesters, correct? So so the spring semester, it's May May the 4th be with you. It's May 4th, so that means school's winding down in about a couple of days for the right. college and kids. And when we come back, you know, with so the adjustment, summer maybe, off, maybe we're not we taking back. any summer courses? No, no summer courses. No mini semesters. We're going to go see at the beach. Right. Well, right. I figured we just, that last segment on Friday, we just do the proper in your feels, you know, whatever you're feeling, just go in on it or we'll figure something yeah. out. But you know a movie I think about a lot from our movie reviews? The Game. With Michael Douglas, yeah. that movie oh, yeah. was wild, off yeah. the charts, sneaky good, right? Just, yeah, crazy. insanity. I was like, "Where is this movie going?" Yeah, a crazy yeah. movie, but good. Yeah. Yeah, it was great, underrated. Yeah, it was great, really good movie. But what it is, and if we, you know, bring it, but you know, when we do, maybe we bring it back where it's once a month. Yeah, dude, the game was. Wild, oh yeah, or man. we bring it back to where we go back to quizzing you with just a couple things. Say, okay, let me see if you really watched, where you don't feel like you have to write a book report. Right, you really don't. It's been pretty simple. Um, but I don't like you. Uh, we have you know we've tried to do square peg round hole. You're just not a movie guy. No, but you a, become one when you watch it. Which are, right? We're just trying to. It's, it's a good thing we don't have you watching old polit- political documentaries. That'd be a blast, wouldn't it? Uh, you mean like Joe Biden being in the government and yeah. politics for over forty years? No, I didn't say. I, I didn't say watching a circus. Oh, I said oh, watching I'll say, a, put yeah. another quarter in with that yeah, merry go round. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Circus in town. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Ringling <laughs> Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus welcomes in the elephant in the room, Joe Biden. Oh, sorry. Do you call him JB? No. No, don't disrespect your guy JB with that. That's a good point. Man. Good point. So if he heard that, he'd say, what the? All these reason I said this today is like, okay, I know the summer's coming up. I can't inundate him. He's got to go win some chips. He'll probably be traveling a lot on Fridays with games with his kids. Um, so I thought, okay, you know what we're going to do? Rhino, let's just change up pitch. It's a, it's a summer sabbatical. 
summer sabbatical. Yeah, it's in there. It's been well in the top of my head off a couple times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> See if I had a brain. Tell you what, I was maybe a white boy, but uh, I'm not, I ain't stupid. Um, yeah, you are. Anyway. Oh, God. So there you go. So, Tay, go out in style. Can you handle one more flick? Damn right I can. I think you're going to love this guy. Yeah, it's a short one. Yeah, it's a good one. Don't worry, I got it. I got this. I know good for you, you know good for me. Who's that, Chris Young? Chris Young. Is that tomorrow? Tomorrow, yeah. yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to love you. You know, one of these days. aware of hot destiny. Brother. It's course, brother. One of these days, we'll get the uh, cameras fired up, and we're going to capture you trying to serenade me with your country music singing, staring me in the eyes. Tomorrow. And then looking dead ass into that camera and trying to serenade Ryan through it. Again? (laughs) Ryan, do you even have your camera up right now? Uh, Yeah, I see you guys. Yeah, Sean looks great when he sings to you. (laughs) Damned right, man. Gotta find the record button on here. Hey, uh, Lance McCullers gave an update on his status. You think he he pitches at at one pitch before the All Star break? I don't know. Let's talk about it next on Sports Talk 790. This is the all new Sean Salisbury Show. Are you not entertained? Let us begin. Now at 9% alcohol level. There you go. On Sports Talk 790. Welcome back to the Sean Salisbury Show here on Sports Talk 790. Sean Salisbury, Brian Lima, Ryan Money. You can also listen to us on the free iHeartRadio app. Astros dropped the series to the Giants. They lost yesterday 4-2. to two. They're off today. They'll be in Seattle to start an AL West matchup tomorrow. Luis Castillo. They're going to have to face Luis Castillo, man. Tough sledding uh, so far for the Astros. The NBA playoffs are rolling along. Joel Embiid returned, but it wasn't enough. The Celtics beat the 76ers. You got the NHL playoffs going. Uh, Rhino, what was the... They curb stomped them by 34. Yeah, they kicked their ass. What was that stat you told us about that uh, Vegas Golden Knights game? Yeah, Vegas Golden Knights and the Edmonton Oilers faced off last night. Game one. First period had five goals. Three to two at the end of the first period. Wow. Gretzky was really good for Edmonton last night. Was really it? good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They did show a stat. McDavid and David McDavid, Connor, Connor McDavid, and then their other guy Aristol, I believe. I'm probably mispronouncing his name. Those two guys had like, I guess, a comparable stat to Gretzky. The amount of goals they're putting up in uh, the playoffs because they're both averaging like over a goal a game for the playoffs. So Connor McDavid's a freak. He would be if Connor McDavid was playing basketball. He would be. Um. Let's see. Well, explosive town. You'd be talking about. He's one of. You'd be. He's. He's a legitimate superstar. He'd be a household name. Hockey fans know who he is. Some sports fans, but outside of you wouldn't know. If he walked in the room, you wouldn't know what he looked like. But he's a freak talent. I'm talking about freak hockey player. So, I know we don't have hockey here. Hopefully, we'll talk it into existence and get it here. It'd be fantastic. Connor McDavid is. Connor McDavid is to hockey what what your favorite players in each sport are to. To the uh, NBA, Major League Baseball, NFL. He's that guy. He's no P.K. Subban, though. He's better. Well, and oh. just to give the props, because I did mispronounce the so guy's said. name. It's P.K. P.K. 
Yeah. Place kicker, Subin. Leon Drostel. Do you know who that is? Leon Drostel. He's a great player, right? Uh, yeah. Anyway, he's the other guy. I got he his scored name for yeah. postseason play. I didn't know he was that effective in the yeah, postseason. Yeah, him and McDavid are both basically getting over a goal a game in the postseason. And uh, basically, they're they're in rare company with Gretzky and one, uh, Mario Lemieux. Yeah. Wow. So, good company. Yeah, that is good company. That's rarefied air there. So it's going to be great, as it always is. Stanley Cup playoffs are always great. <clears throat> and when it comes to the Houston Astros, Alex Bregman uh, talked about the offense last night. This is what the third baseman had to say. Yeah, I did not have that ready. Oh, okay. But uh, now I do. We'll get it. Yeah, let's get uh, Alex Bregman. There it is. Overall, we're not um, doing enough uh, offensively right now. Uh, we need to do a better job of um, swinging better pitches and damaging uh, pitches over the middle of the plate. Um, I think uh, I think we'll all get together um, here uh, before the game on Friday and um, kind of go go through things and um, see where we can uh, improve. Um, I uh, I know how good of an offense we have here and uh, look forward to uh, to showing it here down the road. Why does anybody ask him a question? Anymore? I don't know. I, I think of all the people that we play audio from, he has the most us of anyone that's ever spoken. I, I love him, and I he's programmed himself to be coach speak all the way through and through. Yeah. There could be, no, and this is not this is not mean. It's fact, and it's kind of I mean it semi affectionately because I really don't care. I don't ever really in, in truth unless it's one of those guys like a Draymond Green who always gives you fodder. Right? Mm-hmm. At no time will Alex Bregman say anything that is at risk of anything. <laughs> Put it this way: he will never give you a quote you want to use. Uh, no. Does that make sense? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. You will because it's Alex Bregman. If Alex Bregman was an average player, you would never ask him a question. Why? Because you heard his answer. I think we're going to... I mean, he is... I, I, I love him. Yeah. He tells you absolutely nothing. In the ALCS last year... There's no more Captain Obvious coach speaking sports than Alex Bregman's quotes. And I don't... Yeah. It's not... It's not I, don't, I don't care. Yeah. But it's you're not going to get anything out of it. In the ALCS last year, after they won during their celebration, he was you know they were all kind of partying, popping bottles, and they asked him about his teammates, and he called them dogs. He got some dogs on this team. So when the World Series started, we had a media availability, and I asked him about the dogs, like trying to light it up, you know, kind of lighten up the thing. Be like, hey man, you said you got some dogs on this team. Tell me about these dogs. And he was just like, good teammates. Yeah, they, they like to win. I know we can hit. And I was like, come on, man, like. Give me, give me a good audio clip. You know what I mean? Like, um, fire it up. Listen, we're going to get together. Come on. We're going to get together for Friday's game. Yeah. And um, I'd rather have that than what Russell, Russell Wilson says. Oh, yeah. I love what I don't Russell want either Wilson one. Says. It's the extreme yeah. both ways. Like, I mean, dude, I love you, Alex, but you don't tell me anything. I mean, I love you, Russ, but no, I really don't. Russell but, Wilson, you know, him and his boys, they, they like to get together and they pray every Monday, Thursday, Saturday, Monday, Friday. Basically every day. Every day. Don't forget Thursday. Yeah. Right, Thursday. That's yeah. right. And when you get to the top of a mountain, if you fall, you got to climb. But I'll tell you this. Or whatever. I'll, whatever I'll tell you this. Um, that they pray in other cities, too. I just want to let Russ know that. Yeah. Yeah. Do they cook, though? Yeah, no, we'll let, him, let Russ cook. Right. I, uh, but at Bregman Cracks, he's, he's good, but he is, yeah. he's not exactly your favorite soundbite. Uh, no. You may not get anything you could use for fodder with, other than how much coach speak there's, hey, right. listen, I know we're good offense. Um, we'll get together, um, and we'll, we'll do better. 
Um, okay. And I think we're going to uh, um, get uh, together uh, before the game yeah. and uh, talk we'll be about okay. batting better. Yeah. 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 The um, offense is struggling. Uh, yeah. Uh, we we got to do better. We do. There you go. No, you forgot, you forgot <laughs> about you 20 us in Mr. there. Mr. Soundbite. Hey. It's like golf on a Sunday afternoon. It's not a big tournament. You know, some guy's up by four strokes and you hear birds chirping on your TV and you got it up just high enough to hear. And hello, friends. Right. And by about hole 12, you're in the sheets, out on the couch. I mean, you're done. Or it's like, you know, we're on a... That's a Bregman interview. Yeah, or like we're on a relevant (laughs) broadcast and, you know, we hit a little lull and out of nowhere, you know, Sean says... You guys going to answer? Are we talking today or what? Well, it feels because I, I said, well, uh, you were fired everybody up about speak, the technology. Yeah, don't everybody You're speak yelling at once. Ryan. Yeah, yelling at Ryan. You, you it wasn't to, his fault. You had to go into the living room. I get it. I leave the room out, living it. room out. I try to tell you guys the echoes were going to be echo on the Bunnymen. I was at home. And I try to tell you, you guys, no, no, it'll work. And then echo out the ass. Okay. <laughs> We so tried to get it, wasn't it done, that. Dude. Yeah, we tried. And I made the, you know, in and out, in and out. And you you know what? You know what you did? You did a real, uh, a leader thing. You're like, look, it's on me. It's a bad decision on me to try to make this happen. Yeah. So but don't worry, guys. Here, I'm going to call in the living room. And we'll get it done. Yeah, exactly. And then there was a question asked and crickets. Right. <laughs> and that's why I said, well, with the tech die, because right after I'm thinking, well, maybe we didn't say, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe you didn't working? hear me. Are you guys, are you app working? You guys okay? Then yeah. I saw you blink, and I said, okay. what you guys got for me? Okay. <laughs> there you go. Well, I got some uh, updates on Lance McCullers. We'll uh, hear that more, You got any more Bregman sounders? No, I don't think so. For the energy of the show? No, we'll, we'll put that off to the side. <laughs> put that on the back burner. Uh, Lance McCullers, what's the latest on his updates, or what's the latest on his rehab? We'll talk about that next on Sports Talk 790. Now riding shotgun. I love every single one of you. With someone who's thrown from the shotgun. Football is war. Helmet to helmet. Sean Salisbury, Brian LaLima. This is the all-new Sean Salisbury Show on Sports Talk 790. When I met you in the summer, to my heartbeat sound, we fell in love as the leaves turned brown. And we could be together, baby. Welcome back to the Sean South Free Show here on Sports Talk 7. And you can also listen to us on the free iHeartRadio app. Astros with a day off today. They lost to the Giants yesterday. NBA playoffs rolling along. The Celtics beat the 76ers. Lakers and Warriors back in action tonight. We continue to talk about the Astros. Lance McCullers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Gave an update on his rehab, inching his way back. And this is what LMJ had to say. I mean, everything's going really well. I'm off the mound. I've thrown three, three times off the mound. So really excited about that. Um, keep pushing forward. At this point, we're just adding velocity, adding pitches. I'm throwing four-seam, two-seam cutter change-up. So uh, the curveball and slider will come in the next couple weeks. We have prioritized uh, velocity and um, amount of throws 
uh, versus off-speed just because I've have a long history of throwing off speed and it's not something that I lose the feel for. So, um, it's a strategic thing versus a health thing. I'm, I'm healthy. I feel great. I threw a bullpen yesterday through about 20, 25 pitches, feel awesome today through through today. So I'm excited to just keep building and, and then way back. You know, we got, got a couple more bullpens. I would say at least three, four, five bullpens and then we'll reevaluate. Um, looking to get into the 90s off, off the bullpen mound before we start breaching lives. So, um, you know, we get into the lives. Once that happens, whenever that time comes, the rehab uh, assignment will be, will be uh, in the near future. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That was Lance McCullers talking about his rehab. I think one of the th- telling things for me is that uh, he said they're going to be adding in the slider curveball in a couple of weeks. All right, well, here we are. It's May 4th, so a couple of weeks is what? The, May by the 22nd? end of May. By the end of May. So then by the end of May, it'll be what? Another couple of weeks before yeah, he's after, doing if rehab? If you're not throwing curveball or slider yet, just everything's coming off then with a two or four seam pitch. Two, four seam and a changeup. Yeah. Cutter as well. Yeah. So guess what? There's no way. Mm-mm. There's no way you see him in the next month. No. There's no way. Not even close. Yeah. So I, I listen. I'm not him, and I hope it comes back quicker than than not. I don't know. Listen, the history of Lance is spectacular ability, but you're not going to see much of it during the year, or, or at least the full potential. Because man, I'd sure love to see him hit that. You know that ceiling, whatever that ceiling is. Yeah. Because at some point in time, I don't know if we saw, we we, we thought he had a ceiling because he could do it all, and he still can. But like anything else, the availability part, right? Yeah. So just for this year, and it, if there's ever a year you need him, it's it is th- now. It's but, this year. But they are still going to err on the side of if he's at ninety two percent, get him to ninety eight percent, so we don't have to go through this here again. Let's hope that happens sooner than later. But if you think you're seeing him between now and the first week of June on the mound in a major league uniform, then go get drug tested. Not happening. Right. <clears throat> Excuse yeah. me. It uh, it's not going to happen. Was that Cal Harris leading in? Yeah, it was. It sure nice was. Cal. Was yeah. yeah, more Cal. more uh, cowbell. More Cal. Cal bell. See, bell. see yeah. what I did there. <laughs> Ooh, okay, who's more of an MVP? Um. Cal McNair. No, Cal Harris. Mm-hmm. In the, I'm talking about when they're at their very best. Like we're talking about Embiid yeah. and mm-hmm. Nikola Jokic. Yeah. Who, and they're at their very best. Cal Harris or Tiesto? Oh. I'm talking about we are in Miami. Man. It's mm-hmm. New Year's Eve or in Vegas, New Year's Eve. And Just all us of a sudden, we're, we're, we're getting there. We're going. Just us three. Well, yeah, whatever. Yeah, a party okay. or, or 15 of us. Well, no, no, us three. Us three, okay. Yeah. How many and all of a sudden, we taking? And all of a sudden, yeah, seriously. all of a sudden, we, we popped a few ludes. Okay. You know what I'm saying? A little couple of quail yeah, ludes. Yeah, nice. ludes. Yeah. I mean, the, well, kids see, are, the kids are taking Molly these days. We're popping quail ludes like we're on Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, those of us in the industry call them ludes. We just cut it short like Luda. Yeah, loots, yeah, just right. a couple of loots. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. they surprise us. They don't say we got a special surprise. Because you think it's going to be, 
a new and upcoming uh, spinner, right? But yeah. it's, a, it's it's a DJ, and then all of a sudden, bam! For a million a night on New Year's Eve, out pops. Yeah, Cal Harris or Tiesto. <laughs> okay, and they're at their very best. Man. Who you taking? Embiid or Nikola Jokic? Mm. Cal Harris or Tiesto? I'm taking Jokic and Tiesto. I was gonna say Tiesto as well. A Tiesto has some absolute bangers. bangers. And but if so does if, Calvin Harris. No, see, Calvin Harris don't, to don't me call him Calvin. The, if you're sorry, in the Cal, industry, Cal, yeah. Cal, Cal, Cal Harris. Harris. So Cal, Cal Harris has more radio appeal, but if we're at a rave, we're doing drugs, I want to I want to <laughs> see Tiesto. Yeah. Uh, I'm going I'm going sweet tea as well. Yeah. <laughs> sweet tea. I was yeah. like, what nickname is he going to uh, give Tiesto? You go sweet, sweet tea. tea. Man, oh, yeah. I don't know, dude. They're, they're, How about we're down in Brazil? Yeah, you got to go Tiesto still, you right? Go Tiesto. We're in South America yeah. for a New Year's Eve thing. Yeah, and, and we're down there. To, what, what do they call that? The carnival? Is that what it's called in Brazil? Uh, it's a big well, party. I know the, the one, the one. They did EDC in Brazil. Yeah. I think it's Rio Carnival, which is there. Yeah, EDC in Rio. In, I didn't know that. Yeah, which is I oh. think there. Yeah, they, I think Carnival is there, like equivalent to what's the one in New Orleans. Uh, what do we do on uh, uh, Mardi Gras? Mardi Gras. I think you know where it's a big party, right? I, I got to go. So you're going Tiesto globally. Yeah, right. now, for, a radio, I, I, for an in clubber, but radio, you go in Cal Harris. Yeah, I would love. I, he's I a would better love radio. Listen, yeah, yeah. What if they got, said we got a double special surprise? Both of them. The bars don't close; <laughs> they're just going back and forth. One's in one corner of the of the of the dais or uh-huh. the stage. Yep. Of the you know of the uh, what do we call it? not lift but what do they concerts call them on bungalow? the bungalow? No, they when they well they're up on the lift but what do they call that scissor lift? No, would you stop it? Okay, <laughs> Cal and tea, sweet tea. Yeah, just back and forth. Yeah, got them both. And the two million dollar night for them. Bar doesn't shut down at all. I would say somebody give me an Adderall and let's go and let's go. Yeah, tea, hey, listen, sweet tea is your Adderall. Okay, true. Good point. I know. That's riveting right there. Yeah, Cal, man. Yeah. Cal and Sweet Tea. <clears throat> I don't know. Tiesto. Uh, Sounds like a country song. Sweet Tea. Sweet Tea. 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 Tiesto. Tea. I'm stuttering. Tiesto. When it comes to like a rave and a party. Ultra. That's what I was trying right. to think of. I ultra, think it was yeah. Ultra. They did yeah. Ultra in Rio de Janeiro one year, and that looked insane. Yeah. Okay, so throwing out the first pitch at an Astros game. Mm-hmm. Who's got more velocity? Tiesto or Cal Harris? You know, I don't even know their physical right, stats. I mean, me either. You know, who's got the big body, big arm? Are you talking about, yeah, the tail of the tape? Yeah. I, I don't know. The tail of the tape. Tiesto say- stands at six foot two. Ooh. Oh, Cal Harris sinewy. is no slouch, I thought. I've seen Tiesto. Tiesto's sinewy. Cal Harris. I'm going to say 5'10". Cal-, Cal Harris is 6'6"? Six, six? Six, is he six. real? Oh, it's Cal. He's a big dude. Yeah, what? Cal. I, I thought Both Cal- of them. I would have said Cal's, uh, just, just the name tells me. And DJ, I'm thinking, oh, he's got it. He's not Shaq. Uh, he's 5'11". Well, Cal he's 6'6". Six, six. Yeah, he's, he's taller than an inch taller than I am. Who do you have more faith in? Cal, Cal. Harris is Scottish no, and I, Tiesto is Dutch. Oh, well, then give them both the soccer ball. Yeah. Wow. They can't, they, they can't. Matter of fact, neither one hits home plate. Probably not. No, but, but after he uncoils, though, Cal might be able to 6'6", six, six, just flamethrow it. Probably a cricket guy. <laughs> yeah, but Tiesto. Dude, Afrojack is 6'10". Yeah. What? That's what it's really. Why are these yeah. DJs such so tall? Yeah, so they I can don't. see over the crowd. I, I guess, guess man. Out there in the back. You can see what's going on in the back. 
Yeah, pretty good competition we got Fiesto's there. Fiesto's a legend, though. He was voted greatest DJ of all time by Mix Magazine back in 2010, 2011. Damn. Well, dude, think about this. We've turned, DJ used to be the guy at the club. Rhino, I know you do a little bit, the guy at the club. Uh, you know, yeah. you know get, yeah, making, yeah, what, 500 bucks in right. a night to go to the for bar? appearance, yeah. Right, and now those cats are making a million dollars to entertain yeah. you for three hours or four hours on a New Year's Eve. It's crazy. With yep. their mix already pre-made. Right. And, oh, yeah. And then there's other, like, uh, we saw... First time I went to Vegas, we went to for Halloween back in 2014, and we saw Zed. Yeah. Zed flew in. He did a performance in New Orleans and then flew into Vegas, and he didn't start the set until like 11.30. And that, that's a half a million dollar night at least for him. Yeah, right? easily. Right. So my point is, like, I would imagine Tiesto doesn't get out of bed for anything less than 250 grand. No. For that, no. And that's a minimal appearance, right? Yep. That's just like on a Wednesday night in Vegas or yeah, whatever nice. it is, Thursday. But is, I think somebody is. Tiesto still, is he... Got a residency? Is he residency in Vegas still? I um, don't know, but I know certain artists like Drake, Kendrick Lamar, and Eminem won't touch a stage for less than a million. Well, those guys I know on New Year's Eve are making or pumping out a mil to two oh, mil yeah. a night. Of course, of course. When they're doing those big, the big shows where they're commanding the New Year's Eve crowd, like in New York or Vegas or South America, they're they're getting you know they're getting paid, man. Oh yeah, so cool, love it. Oh yeah, so Tiesto's had a couple of residencies. Doesn't look like he's got one right now. Vegas oh, yeah, most recent. Yeah. no, he does. He's he still has one still at uh, Resort Resorts World Las Vegas. Yeah, that's it's coming straight from uh, iHeart.com. There you go. Those Tiesto's he signed paid. a three-year Las Vegas Pro- residency, and I guarantee that three years what. 30, 40, it 50 ends, million dollars, 100 million dollars type of thing for him? It's worth a hundred between, reportedly between 150000 and 300000 dollars a night. So that makes, and he does what, 150 to 200 nights a year? That is. At the residency? Insane. Yeah, that's big money. Yep, there you go. <sighs> Buddy. Wow. Are you concerned with the lack of power for the Houston Astros? It's starting Astros? to bug me a little bit. Not, not concerned, but it's bugging me. What's the me. concern level? We'll talk about that next on Sports Talk 790. Around here. A new sound spectacular. Sean Salisbury. NFL quarterback, Sean Salisbury. Long time friend, Sean Salisbury. Brian LaLima. Can't stop addicted to the shindig. This is the all new Sean Salisbury Show. Good morning, Houston, Texas. This is the Sean Salisbury Show on Sports Talk 7. And you can also listen to us on the free iHeartRadio app. Sean Salisbury, Brian Lima, Ryan Money. The Astros with a day off today. They lost to the Giants yesterday 4-2. to two. You got the NBA playoffs rolling along. The Celtics beat the 76ers, the Golden State Warriors, and the Los Angeles, Clip- or Los Angeles Clippers. Lakers. Laker girls tonight. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And uh, with the Astros, we s- talked about it earlier in the show. 23rd in Major League Baseball right now in home runs. Down at the 20th spot for average. They only scored two runs. They had five hits yesterday. 
Bregman hit a home run late in that game to cut it to three to two. Then a home run in the ninth for the Giants made it four to two, and that's where it was. Framber Valdez six innings pitched, two earned runs, eight Ks, two walks, pitched well. Uh, on the flip side of that, Logan Webb two and two thirds, two earned runs, five Ks, two walks, and those two earned runs came late in the game when Bregman hit the home run. So I guess my question to you guys. Is the offensive? We we know the injuries. We know Altuve still out. We know that Brantley is is well, we inching his you way know, the back. Is in Brand. We can't make we we, we want to build in excuses, but you know what you can't do in a baseball season or yeah, any sport. You can't because right. guess what? Everybody's going to go through it. Right. Yankees last year. Right. Every oh just well they already started Stanton. Yeah. Hamstring out. I mean Aaron Judge. Right. He's on the IL uh, on the IL with a, I think it's hangnail. A, is it a ha- uh, hamstring? I'm just kidding. I mean, maybe hammy. I don't know. But point is, everybody's going to go through it. Every, judge. Every, every, yeah, he's on the 10, 10 day aisle with a hip strain. Right, everybody's going to go through it. Yeah. So while it sucks, this now is the true test of your depth and how you navigate your way through it. So I guess the concern level on the what power you, or the overall bats uh, or everything. Uh, no, let's go offense. Okay, Stick because specific. We talked about it. We're going to talk about it at nauseum. The key to the Astros last year was their pitching and their health. Well, this year. Luis Garcia still waiting to hear, but he's well, they don't be have out. either, right? I mean, they got Jose Arquiti out. Lance McCullers, we just heard the audio. He's out still, not going to be back probably until after the All Star break. I don't think we're going to love the Garcia news. So you've got the pitching down with injuries, and then you've got hitting that's really not there. So concern level offensively. Where well, is are we? It for are you? we based on what I think is going to happen three months from now, or what I think right now? Right now, very, because they sel- selection. It's not even a matter of just hitting home runs. I'm talking about pummeling the baseball. Yeah, They're not doing it. And normally when you're, like I said yesterday, when you're hitting singles, which they did a lot of yesterday, Bregman hit the home run. When I say a lot of, that's where they're putting the ball in play. Didn't you, don't you get to a point that if if you're a singles team, normally I think my optics would tell me you don't strike out as much, correct? Yeah. And... Hell, you know, pain. There's some guys that are that are striking out more than they're than normal. Does that make sense? Now Altuve is going to chase pitches and strike out when he gets back. Brantley's not. Um, this team usually, I don't know what it is. The ball seems to get bigger to them as the season rolls on. But you said not a month from now, no, today, right now, yeah. If you're not concerned, then we are seeing through rose-colored glasses. Yeah, and notoriously, the Astros, or especially over this last couple of years, they have guys that get on base. But then you have your bigger boppers, if you will, doubles, home runs, uh, two RBI singles, things like that. You don't see single after single after single, and that's kind of what we've seen. And they're not a small. I mean, they've known how to play. They don't strike out much, but they know how to play small ball. But there's always that bases empty and double in the gap. Yeah, and you're not getting much of that right now. Right, and you're sure as hell not getting home runs. So today, scale of one to ten, my concern level is an eight nine. Yeah. Because now if you said, Sean, what's it going to be in July? I'll feel better about it. As most teams will, it starts to warm up. But what you don't want to do is have yourself in position, and they're not right now. But you sure as hell don't want to go through an injury or two more. And then, God forbid, it's a Tucker or an Alvarez that misses a week or two because a sore elbow or, you know, it tripped over a base or whatever it is, right, that people go through. It's hard to play 162 games now. Cal Ripken Jr. is not in the lineup anywhere, is he? No, I don't think so. It's hard to find, though, that even if you're 100% healthy, you play, what, 148, 
150 because they give you some days off to rest. And that's even if you want to argue with the, the manager and say, put me back in the lineup. So, yeah, my level of concern now with their the, the, the ball being smoked off the bat and them winning with some big ball as opposed to single, steal a base. When's the last time we said that in a year? Hey, single, steal, or bun a guy over, and then hit a two-run homer. Now it's single, Tucker runs. Yeah. And then Dubon pumps one to right field for a base, and I'm just using him yeah. as an example, and somebody scores. So until they start driving, and I think what happens is when Bregman's home runs are down for the most part and Abreu hasn't hit one, you know what we think? Is every no, nobody can hit the ball of the park, which is not true, but it feels like it's been contagious. Yeah. And so, yeah, my level of concern offensively, this right now, if you didn't know anything about the Astros' past, you'd look at it and say, pop gun. Yeah. They don't beat you with small ball. They ain't beating you with the big home run. That's what you'd say if you didn't. If you just tuned in and said, "What, what are their stats?" The first beginning. Oh, what the hell? And they're injured. Look out! But we know that's going to change. The ball's not going to stay in the ball, but it's going to leave forty times with Jordan at some point. And Tucker will get his thirty. The question is: Is Abreu going to hit twenty-five, or is he going to hit two? When does that change? That's like, <laughs> and it's not just him. But when does it change? When does Bregman go on a seven home runs in a month thing? I asked it yesterday on our relevant broadcast. Like, I feel like with Abreu specifically, some of his at-bats, he just swings at everything. Like, there, there's him fanning at non-competitive pitches. If that or rolling happened over. a couple days ago, and he's done some of that, and, and like, or a weak line drive, right? Yeah. Now, last night, his home run, you know what? That's him. Didn't get all of it, but when I say hit it oh, hard. No, I was talking about Abreu. Oh, no, I, I was okay. Yeah. And I was going to say, even Bregman two days ago swung at a pitch. You'll never see him swing right. at as the season rolls along. Right. Because he's as selective as anybody in baseball, right? So, but, oh, and he gets a bit, listen, his hits that are going to, to, to the left side of the infield, meaning Abreu. Yeah. Hit pretty hard. The problem is they're hit on the ground right. or a line drive. There's no elevation to None. his swing. None. Right. So even if he hits it hard and it gets to the gap, it's not getting to the gap off the wall. It's it's a four hopper. You know what I'm saying? Or, or skipping to the wall. There's no elevation to his swing. You saw Bregman yesterday. And that wasn't all of it for Bregman yet. He still hit it above the Crawford boxes on yeah, one of those signs, signs out there. Right. Yeah. So, but that gets to the point. And you know what? People still, when you play Bregman, there's still this nerve wracking thing to pitch to him because you know if you don't throw a strike, for the most part, he'll be standing on first base. But it's the power, it's the way the ball explodes off the bat with elevation, and we're not seeing a lot of that right now. No, we're not. And actually, when you look at walks this season in the league, guess who's number one? Otani? No. Otani's not even in the top ten. I just, the only reason I said that is I, he's, not, he's not actually not an overly selective hitter. He's a pretty free swinger. I just thought maybe intentional walks got into play for them already. So, so this dude is uh, one of the big-name players in the league. He's in the National League. National League big name guy? Yeah. Um, National League big name guy. Let me think for a second. Oh, Paulie Goldschmidt? Uh, Paul Goldschmidt, not him, but he Arenado. is. Nope. Um, it's a little early for a bunch of intentional walks, right? Yeah. National League? Yeah. You've been an MVP? Mm-mm. Not Mookie Betts. No. Another pretty good free swinger. Um. Gosh, dang, I, I, I know I'm... Oh, someone in Atlanta? Acuna? No. Uh, Freddie Freeman? <laughs> no. Who? <laughs> Juan Soto. For a, and you know what Soto's hitting? Like 220. Yeah. Now, his bat yesterday, Ryan and we were watching, he ropes one down the line. Right, he hit a, a rope into right field for a double. He's 
the 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 ball, but when he hits it, the ball's jumping off, and you know he'll get going. But he, he's pretty selective. But he also, when he's rolling, he's got thirty one walks. Yeah, which I which Max Muncy's second with twenty four. I can see that. And didn't Muncy hit a grand slam yesterday? If I'm not mistaken, Lamont um, Wade Jr. for the San Francisco Giants right. uh, in third. Adley. Uh, is it Rushman? Rushman? So for what is Baltimore? Do, do we have? Yeah, do Bregman's we, Bregman's at, in seventh. He got nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. Yeah. What is the deal with Soto and with that low batting average? Uh, what's his on-base percentage right now? Uh, OBP three ninety-seven uh, for Soto. Uh huh. Well, OPS eight twenty-four. Well, that's with the with the low average. The fact that you look up and he's still getting on base and a lot of walks, he's still making a difference. So the batting average is not indicative of what he's seeing at the plate, which is a good thing for him. And he is 32nd in strikeouts in the league. So. Guy's impressive. Even at 227. Yeah. That is crazy. You got uh, Matt Olson, who's still. uh, No, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of. um, What's the guy for Chapman? uh, Chapman. Yeah, I'm thinking of Chapman in Toronto. But Matt Olson for the Braves in fifth. uh, And then Bregman in seventh. Dansby Swanson right behind him. So Bregman may not be. Smoking the baseball, even though we saw him hit a home run, but again, he's right, always going to be in the top ten in walks. Yeah, going to get close to hundred right. walks and somewhere in that range, right? Yeah. Again, I think just the concern right now, baseballs are not leaving the yard for the Astros. It's crazy to think about that. Yeah. that I'm even uttering those words. It's nuts. Yeah. Just, let's just hope, and let's just hope it's because it's early. They're above five hundred. Yeah, it's sixteen and fifteen. Yeah. We'll head to yep. the uh, stakeout next here on the Sean Salisbury Show. John Salisbury, Brian LaLima, the all-new Sean Salisbury Show. Let's do it. Now with three new flavors. It was exciting. What else do I have going on? On Sports Talk 790. All right, Sean, what are you hearing out there? Now, the Salisbury Stakeout. Salisbury Stakeout. On the Sean Salisbury Show. It's time for the stakeout here on the Sean Salisbury Show. Astros with an off day today. You've got the NBA playoffs rolling along. you got the NHL playoffs rolling along. Rhino, are you ready for the stakeout? Always ready. You are. I think I got a tough question today. Uh Uh-oh. Hopefully it doesn't get too controversial. You know, I don't want to, you know, piss off any of our listeners, but uh, we had a very... scared. Go buy a dog. Dude. Yeah, no, I, I saw four dogs yesterday, so I'm not scared at all. But, Damn right. You know, I just want to make sure Astros fans know where I'm coming from here, because this is just based on that awesome interview we had with Dana Brown yesterday. If you missed that, Sean Salisbury show, wherever you get your podcast, sportstalk790.com, go listen to that interview. He talked about, you know, Yanir Diaz being ideally the catcher of the future. That's what he's starting to look like. Obviously, the day that he said that, Tuesday night, Yanir Diaz had had two hits, two of our three hits in that game. But then for Wednesday's day game yesterday, he's not in the lineup. He's not DHing. Instead, Hensley's DHing. And a lot of people on Twitter, and I know we're going to get in some panic tweets later. Yep, got to love them. Got to love them. Uh, it even was coming up in our relevant chat. Relevant chat. Do you think that there is, do you think Dana Brown and Dusty Baker aren't necessarily on the same page in regards to who they want on the field? I know speculation when somebody's interviewed. I think the opposite. I think they have people they love, but I think that, listen, I don't want a general manager and manager to agree on everything. I want them to come to an agreement on everything. 
I don't need him to agree on everything because you know what that'll tell me that you that I can then, then you can run anybody into one of those meetings right and they can just say anything and it, you gotta have respectful opposition do I think that Dana Brown and Dusty Baker agree on every single starting lineup and who's playing absolutely not no but do I also think that Dana Brown recognizes that's a manager's decision. We'll we'll chat and talk about it, but when it comes right down to it, he's on the field. He's been doing it a long time. i got to trust him. I believe that. And on the other side, do I think that Dusty and... Listen, we all get along great. I'm sure there's some things we would disagree on, but then you come to an agreement, you go with it, and hope it works. Right. So do I think that there's sometimes that they may... Do, would I think that he wants Diaz in the lineup more? Yeah. From my perception of an interview, I would talking to Dana Brown. Do I think that Dusty is set in his ways of some of the things he likes to do? Don't we all have stuff we lean on in everything we do? Yeah. We all have stuff we lean on. Dusty's been leaning on his stuff. Everybody has trends or stuff that they do, and that's okay. So I, I think that, hell, we don't get a chance to talk to Dusty every week because of the time schedule, and we got Dana Brown on. If you ask me if Dusty likes Yonder Diaz, I'd say he probably does. Uh, he may love Corey Lee. Maybe they differ on, you know, the future at catcher. That's okay as long as when the decision has to be made, they're making it. I believe they've had long conversations coming out of spring training of who they should have up here. And here's the way I look at it. And I think that Dusty and Dana Brown probably look at it the same. How are we going to maximize like a guy like Corey Lee sitting the bench as our third catcher? Or second catcher where he's only playing once in a while. Or playing every day to get at bats. And then when he comes up here, he's ready to do what we got him to do. And he'll probably get that opportunity at some point. So I think, Ryan, that on the same page with every decision, I think that's impossible for a front office and a manager or a coach, an NFL coach. And a friend. You think that Nick Casario and, and uh, D'Amico Ryan's agreed on every pick? Uh, I would disagree with that. Yeah. Right. So to me, it's okay as long as it's done respectfully and you're doing it for the betterment and what makes your team better. Let's face facts. For all the Corey Lee lovers, it's fine. Those guys see every day, and Yonder Diaz is is answering the bell. He's done what he's asked to do. Do you have any argument why he's up here now? No. We all did coming out of it, right? Where's Corey Lee? Right. We all asked it. So I don't think they're all uh, same page enough. This is a very well-oiled organization. And even though you're well-oiled, guess what you got to do along the way? Change the oil sometimes. And I'm sure that's happening. But I think there's... And I still think that Dusty and... Because Dana Brown told us, he goes, you know, I didn't realize Dusty's relationship with players. Remember Dana Brown? I, uh-huh. I asked him one thing that we don't know that he didn't know about Dusty. So I think also... You're talking, what, four months? It's, a, it's also in progress. Have you ever met anybody and in four months know them better than you know anybody in your life? No. No, not in four months. That's what I mean. It's still growing. You can be close to somebody. So I think it's respectful. I think both of them know baseball. Both of them know baseball. But I think that everybody has a favorite or what they like. And it's obvious to me that Dana Brown likes himself some some Yonder Diaz. But I don't think he's alone. It's a good problem to have. Unless you're Corey Lee right now. You're thinking, when am I going to get a chance? But the truth is, it's called sports. And that's the way it is. got to seize the moment. And Yanni or Diaz has done that on the big league level so far. Yeah. Corey th- Lee will be, they will take, they will field calls on Corey Lee. I guarantee with injuries, you know, people are going to inquire about him. They have to, right? Yeah. He's a bright prospect and you may need yes. a body. So you're going to at least listen because why? Assets matter. 
all the way around to keep them and to use them as bait to trade. Uh, Yonir Diaz, 31 at-bats this season. That's it. And Dana Brown said it yesterday that he wants to get Yonir Diaz more at-bats. But when you look at... We've seen some good defensive play out of him, too. Arm and everything. Yeah. Uh, he's throwing out five runners this season. Uh, David Hensley with 58 compared to Yanni Diaz with 31. I would much rather see Yanni or Diaz get those 58, 50, whatever going forward. Marcy yeah, Maldonado with 70. I mean, Jake Myers, 78. And then Jokes with 81. I think for me personally, I would rather have Corey Jokes get more at-bats and Yanir Diaz get more yeah, at-bats. Yeah, I mean, think about how we all felt about Hensley. We thought Hensley may be the regular second baseman coming yeah. in. And in truth... He has not done what he's supposed to do to keep a job. He's hitting a uh, buck thirty-eight. Yeah, that, and and I understand David Hensley. I can tell you now, it doesn't feel to me like David Hensley. Much to our surprise, I think after what we saw last year, we like him. Big body can hit, can play multiple positions. You know what? He's not an everyday player. No, I mean not just here, but I'm talking about the optics are telling you right now. Can you trust to put him in and play every day? That's what you have to ask yourself. And the answer right now is no. No. He's a utility guy, and quite frankly, right now should be. And Jolks and Yanni Diaz, of all the guys you just mentioned, are the better hitters. And have proven it when given the opportunity, at least this year, 31 games into a season. Yeah, you look at Maldonado hitting a buck 71. When does, I guess, and we can go into the next segment with this, but I think one of the things, and you and I have been on the same page, same with Ryan. Well, I don't know where Ryan, where you stand on the Marty Maldonado thing, but we have always said that with Martin Maldonado, the defense is why he's in there. But at what point does that stop? Because now we look at this pitching rotation. They don't have Garcia. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They don't have Urquidy and they don't have Lance McCullers. Now you're going to have to probably bring up one or two young guys. So if, if for me, where does it outweigh? Right now, what's struggling? Offense, correct? Yeah. So who, who gives you a better offensive chance, Yanir Diaz or Martin Maldonado? And if that's the case, then you play Diaz and you run with it for as long as you can. Here's the opposite of that real quick. Is as a staff, like a pitching, a co- a pitching staff, meaning the pitching coaches and Dusty Baker and Dana Brown. Now you got to ask if the opposite of what you're saying true. Younger pitchers, we need that extra leadership from Maldonado who's been behind to to bridge the gap of experience to get him out there or do we just say young body young body behind the plate let's run with Figure it, it right, out. right that's that's where the opposition may come into play but i can tell you this diaz keeps throwing people out and hits like he's hitting the gap on defense is closing yeah and it's and listen they're not even the same league when it comes to hitting right now although what's mild and not to do and everybody questions why is he hitting late Punches one to right field for base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? When yeah. you say, why isn't he getting... Because the first thing we all said on that relevant broadcast is, why, isn't, why aren't they pinch hitting yeah. for him? Big spot. And then, Got bam, next pitch, it. boom, pounds one to right field for yeah. base hit. So, but is when the defensive gap closes is when you got to make that decision. That may be at the end of this year. Yeah. But that's the question. Young pitching, do we want the veteran catcher say, let's let these young cats grow together. Let's do this and see how he handles it. But 
that'll be for the guys who get paid to make that decision. Right. And and I would say, you know, we can go into the, we'll, we'll take a break and then go to uh, the next segment. But when you look at Diaz, I mean, who was catching those young guys in AAA? Him and Corey Lee. Yeah. And when Corey Lee was up at the big level, it was Johnny or Diaz. So and we maybe discuss, even on a backfield, too. Right, right? exactly. It's free training. So mm-hmm. we, we'll discuss the catching position for the Astros next on Sports Talk 780. Hey, let's, guys, let's talk about men's team getting yourself right. Okay, how many of you woke up this morning and your energy sucks? How many of you men's tea, lack of men's tea clinic folks woke up? And how many of you that go to men's tea got your, you know, blood drawn, non-invasive, and started to use the optimization team at men's tea, whether you want vitalize your hair, you want to get yourself in shape to lift and get to, you know, have that energy in the gym, uh, coaching your kid. Uh, with uh, mama in the sheets, in the house, all those things. How many of the guys that go to men's tea clinic and give normalize their testosterone wake up this morning feel a lot different than you that don't? Or how many of you in 2022 are still allowing being beat down in 2022 energy-wise and brain fog and have decided, well, I'll just roll through it in 2023, no big deal, and you're not productive? Get to men's tea clinic. The optimization team, the wellness team there can maximize this. Go in there. You deserve to have that energy in a better life. Don't settle for low testosterone. You don't have to. If you're stuck in lower gear and you say, man, I need more energy, all you got to do is go in. Let them monitor your numbers. Go in for your visits and watch your normalizing of your testosterone and then watch everything else change. It's a life changer. I'm just telling you. So you could sit home and not do it and every day wake up wondering why you're lacking energy and I can and not having them go to men's tea clinic and my sex life and my home life and everything was better than yours why because I was wiser to go in and not let this fester you can do the same thing go to men's tea clinic let this optimization team the best in the business five convenient locations get you right get back to being you in 2023 right make it the year of me meaning you Stuck in lower gear? Get to Men's Tea Clinic and get into 12 cylinders. Men'sTeaClinic.com, Men'sTeaClinic.com, or 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA. Payment options available. 2022 World Series Champions! Champs again. do it again! And back again to talk about it, Sean Salzburg on your home of the champs. Houston proud and Houston strong. Sports Talk 790. What a party this is. Because it's John's party. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's John party. There is that. Is that better for That's you, Ryan? That's how it's supposed to be. That a way to lead. Yeah, I was just, Ryan right. told us yesterday. Ryan you know. has kind of been slacking on that. Yeah, a little bit. A little yeah, bit. well, Righty. that's just because you don't stop, Sean. I'm going to throw my voice out with all your jokes, man. Yeah, but you know what? As a guy who claims he's a stand-up comedian, which you are. I've seen some of your funny stuff. It's good yeah, stuff. Yeah, great stuff. You know, laugh track. Put it on a laugh track, then. Yeah, I should record yeah, do the yeah. Zach yeah. Alf or do the Zach Alphanakis. Well, yeah, I've got that. I've got yeah. Kawhi laugh. i got a lot of good You laughs. would be my queen. Skin Moreau. Dude, I'll tell you what now. uh, I'll tell you what now. I may be, I may, hey, listen, I may be a white boy. Yeah. But I got a voice like Fergie and Jesus. How do you think your mentals are? My mentals? Yeah. Off the charts. How do you think our 
president's mentals are. Way off the charts in the wrong way. <laughs> How would you say your mental focus is? Oh, it's focused. <laughs> I, say it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look, I have trouble even mentioning, even saying to myself my own head the number of years. I no more think of myself as being as old as I am than fly. I mean, it's just not, uh, uh, I haven't observed anything in terms of, there's not things I don't do now that I did before, whether it's physical or mental or anything else. What does that mean? I'm Scott Pelley, and what? this is 60 Minutes. Uh, and that's real. That is real. That was Scott Pelley interviewing Yes, that was too. on 60 Minutes. Um, what does that mean? He's fly. He asked how your mental state is, and he said something about nothing, and he's fly, and he's mental, physical. Oh, I, gosh. That's a gift that keeps on giving, fellas. I, uh, yeah. When he asks how your oh. mental capacity state is. Oh, it's focused. <laughs> I like when he, I can't remember the exact look, verbiage that he used, and, he's, and then he's like, look. I said, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. I said, I think it, I said it, I haven't, look. I am looking, Joe, that's why I asked the question. I call him JB sometimes. JB. Oh, gosh. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Joe Beasy. That, so, that, 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 that two-person office is the gift that keeps on giving, dude. You ain't. Almost. Just for a good laugh. Whether yeah, you like right, it, it's right. all in good fun. It is, sure exactly. It is. Uh, yeah, yeah right. it's all in good fun. So I got some, uh, we got some tweets coming in. The rock and my roll. Go ahead. What do you got? The tweets are good for my soul. It's true. <clears throat> this one from uh, our guy, William Chamberlain. Hensley is Billy getting, C. Yeah, Billy. Hensley is getting ready to pack his bags for Sugarland. He's versatile, and that's his biggest asset. Going forward, I'd be okay with Hensley getting fewer at-bats. He definitely needs to turn it around quickly. He's not quite Ben Zobrist yet. No. <laughs> no. And he yeah. may be down in Sugarland. Benny Z. Yeah. He's not Benny Z. Uh, this one coming in from Kyle Welch. Diaz should be starting when any pitchers that come up from AAA are pitching. He has caught these guys before and is familiar with them. Well, and that may be the case, but the question is, does management and the, the manager trust a young guy with a young guy or rather have the veteran to be cagey enough to keep mm-hmm. them doing their thing? That's what the, the Dusty will have to decide on that. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, when it comes to, you know, you guys were discussing during the stakeout, when it comes to the manager and the general manager, Dana Brown has said it right here on this show that when it comes to lineups and things, that's Dusty Baker. He said it to me. Well, that's a Dusty decision. And right. then he'll give his thought process on it, but it's a Dusty decision. Right. I respect that because it's one thing to, to be there to offer and give what you want and your assistance. You're the GM, you're the boss. It's another thing to empower your manager to make decisions that he will have to live with one way or the other. And then you will make decisions based off the decisions he makes for your baseball club. That's called judgment, and that's called evaluation. Right. And right now for Dusty, since he's been here, it's worked. And Dana Brown's new, not to, he's, he's new to the general manager role, not new to baseball. He's been at 30 plus years, but he's new to Houston. So he's still trying to learn a roster because when you're on your own roster and you're in charge of the personnel and scouting, guess what? You care about your own roster. And then when it comes trade time as a GM, that's when you got to know everybody else's roster as well. Dusty's job is to put the lineup he feels is best. We had these people were already asking these questions last year at 11 11. Right. Yeah. Uh, they were asking the same thing. They went on to win 106 games in the World Series champions. So I think, like anything else, that certain people in sports have, not a hall pass, have earned the right for us to be a little more patient, correct? Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and you, D- D- Dusty's not, so he hasn't swung at one pitch this year. Yeah, which is ridiculous. He's not a Brayu. He just puts him in the lineup at $20 million a year. Who, who made that deal? Real quick, I didn't mean to interrupt. Who made that deal? Was the deal done before or after Dana Brown got here? Done before. Before Dana. Okay. Yes. So we and they paid him how much? Bagwell. Bagwell and a Jim and Crane. Yeah, right. All right. Yeah. So felt he was worth $20 million. So, so we're not sure if it's Dusty or Dana Brown, how they feel about it, but he's in the lineup. Why? And one thing, Dusty, and sometimes maybe to some to a fault. I kind of like it, and you'd like it too if you're a player. Let me play through trouble. Yeah. Let me play through struggles. Let me play through the good. When I'm hot, keep me in the lineup. When I'm cold, keep me in the lineup because I'm your everyday first baseman. So I get it, but you will get questioned. He was being questioned last year. But if he was, if, let's say that you were, they would have signed him for 13, 14, 15 mil a year. Do you think the narrative would be the same? Absolutely. So it's not the money. It's just the no, lack of but production. It's e- but it's easy to lean on the money. Right. Dude, if he was making $5 million a year, they'd say, he's a $5 million a year guy. What's the big Put risk? Put his ass on the bench. Right. So it's just fodder to say, well, he's making twenty. I got to get more out of him. Yet, if he was only if he was making fifteen, you'd still come up with, well, he's making fifteen a year. A guy shouldn't be making ten. That's the thought process. If you're dusty, that's see, we love guys who just don't pay attention to social media when things are negative. I know I want a manager or coach like that, right? Because if you're with the, it's like it's like finances. If you're the ebbs and if you're an everyday change, you you just shift with the stock market flow. You'll be dead. Okay, you'll be you'll be done. If you go with every single day, it's like trying to ride that roller coaster. Listen, what Tampa did to start the season. Guess what happens when they lose eight out of ten? Oh, you know it's coming. What oh, yeah. happened? Cash now? Would he get too comfortable? No, it's just the way it is. Dusty. This is not a dusty issue. Now, dusty stubbornness, but stubbornness has also put a World Series ring on his finger. You know how quickly he could have he could have jettisoned Yulieski Gurriel last year first base at this time of the year hitting one ninety eight yeah with no home runs could have sat his ass down and you know what he did let him play through and guess what he did in the postseason postseason Yuli his history says let, 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 let's ride right. this out so but but then I guess to what's it not devil's advocate but on the other side of it is with the way that the offense is struggling. Don't you? Would you want a younger guy like Diaz in the lineup more? Maybe to give a spark, a, a younger guy like Jolks. Listen, we don't always. To, to, for me to love Dusty, I don't have to agree with everything. If you're yeah. asking me right now, would I like to see more of Diaz and Jolks swing the bat? Yes. The answer is absolutely yes. But far be it for me to say Dusty doesn't know what he's talking about. Right, Mauricio Dubon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but like a wise man would, you continue to have these struggles at some point in time. If the dude is 56 games in and hasn't homered at first base, then I suggest Michael Brantley play more first base when he's back. Or Corey Jolks learn how to scoop up a ground ball. Or Hensley get his ass hot. You make you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or 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 Jolks better be in left field, Brantley could DH, and Jordan better put on a bigger glove. Whatever. You know, you get my point, yeah. right? Or Diaz stick his ass at first base. But 31 games in is no reason for you to crap can the entire lineup. At some point, the power is going to get hot. It's going to shift. It does for every team. This team's just been more consistent at playing great baseball for six straight years. And that's what we're waiting for. Spoiled. It's what it comes down yeah, to. I, we're spoiled. One thing I want to discuss next segment is where's the threshold with these struggles with this team? We'll talk about that next. I think next. some of us are at them, but yeah, we'll talk. That, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Where are, where's the threshold? That's next. Sports Talk 790. Yeah. Classic Chevy Sugarland, Classic Chevy Highway 6. Where's your threshold on what vehicle you're going to buy? You know, I, I don't need to go over what it's like walking into a car dealership if it's your first time or your 50th time. 
most of the time, you tell me, think about it for a second. Get out of your car. You're going into an automobile dealership. What's the first thing that comes to your mind is, I hope they have my vehicle here. Are they going to give me the freedom when I walk in the door to actually look around without being browbeat? Yes. You know what I'm talking about. Now, go into classic Chevy Sugarland, and then when you come out of there, call me. Come on the show and tell me. Slide into my DMs at Classic Chevy Sugarland. They're going to let you walk in. I've been in there many a time. You get the freedom to look and the caring and the people that are there to help you find what you need when you need it. Isn't that the best combination? And then you get the deals. 8000 off all those Silverados, 400 of them, those pickup trucks on the lot, along with the Equinoxes, Traverses, all the other vehicles that you want. And lifetime engine guarantee with that Silverado while supplies last. You also will get 0% APR with approved credit, no payments for 120 days. And 8000 off those Silverados. you kidding me? You got it all there. And then you got what everybody wants, great customer service, deals and customer service. And you know what the criteria, all the criteria that comes into it, whatever that might be, equals what? An award. And you know what the award is? GM Dealer of the Year 12 years in a row. That's a dynasty. That means you dominate. That means that's where everybody should go. Classic Chevy Sugarland, Classic Chevy Highway 6. Tell Jeff and Tiffany Sebastian Sean sent you. The Sean Salisbury Show continues. On your game console, listen to Sports Talk 790 on any device with our free iHeartRadio app. Show on Sports Talk 790. As you know, sometimes, Ryan, I just had to let the cut go. Just let it, let it marinate. You know, you know, I'd walk a thousand miles if I could just see. You want to know how you keep smiling? If you like catching the Rockets and the Astros on your AM dial, you need to tell Congress to keep AM radio in your car. Text AM to 52886. Standard message and data rates apply. Because if you haven't heard, there's talk about AM radio being removed from new cars and trucks. So again, tell Congress to keep AM radio in your car. Text the letters AM to 52886. 886 standard message and data rates apply. Let's keep on listening to the Astros in the Rockets right here on Sports Talk 790 on your AM dial. All right, we were talking about the catching position and some of the struggles offensively for the Houston Astros. So I guess it leads to the discussion, where's your threshold with these struggles? Where do you think it is for the fan base, Sean? I think they're at it. Why are you laughing? Because it's because we're getting, the next the segment tweets? is going to be the the uh, what are we calling him? Are we still calling him panic tweets? Or are we calling him dumbass tweets? Oh, uh, you can call whatever. You okay, want. panic, dumbass, mean, uh, well, low All IQ tweets, that yeah. type of thing. I would say this: asinine astros. Ass- yeah, you're right. I would say that 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 fans. This isn't fair to all of them. Most of them have pretty good idea. Dude, we're 31 games in. Right. I would say that. For many, though, the threshold's there. They want 
Diaz to play all the time. They want Jolks to play all the time. The truth is they want more guys to play than there is spots. Let's just put it that way. But I would think the overwhelming thing is give me a different bat at catcher and give me a different bat at first base. I think that's what – do I think there's a lot of people that feel that way? I do. Do I think when you take a deep breath and realize, slow your roll, that you come to, to come to realization that just like with Dubon, not saying these guys will do what he's done, but not a soul that I knew wanted him to be the everyday second baseman. Now, not a soul doesn't want him to be the everyday second baseman until Altuve gets back. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And then you know, what the, you know what the conversation is now? Not, well, of course, Altuve is your second baseman. It's where are we going to find room for DeMond? Got to be center field, right? Sure it does. And then how did everybody feel about Chaz McCormick? Loved it before Loving he got hurt, Chaz. right? So yeah. now, now what? Where are you going to put him? We'll put Chaz in left. Man, but I need Jolksy and Diaz in the lineup. Well, guess who's going to play left field most of the time? Jordan. <clears throat> so now, well, give me Jolks and DH. Okay, then what are you doing with Diaz? We'll put him at first base. All right, cool. So now we put him at first base. So what are we going to do? Allow Abreu at $20 million a year just to stew on the bench and be a pinch hitter? And a late, <laughs> dare I say, defensive replacement, which he's, he's supposed to be an offensive guy who survives at, def- at first base, right? Right. So, hey, listen, you can't, you can't win for losing, but I would say the threshold, the threshold for me, I'm not at it. I'm just, it's just like, you know that fly that keeps flying around your it head? Bothersome. You, it bothers It is. It's, yeah, it's a little cons- annoying. And a little bit concerning. Yeah. But eventually, I'm assuming it's going away. Now, if you had this conversation where 60 games in and this is who they are, and they're still banged up and hurt and not their roster's not right, yeah, it'll be, it'll be more than bothersome. Then you got to start to say, where are your eyes and ears going as a front office to find help if that's the case? Because... One world baseball. This this franchise doesn't think like we got one. We'll see in five years. This franchise thinks like we got one. We got two. We're greedy, and I mean that in a good way. Yeah. Now they got this one. Dusty didn't come back this year to finish it eighty and eighty two. He came back this year to win another one and to go get a back to back one. And hell, he might want to go for the trifecta. And this team's good enough to do it. They got to be a little lucky, but they've been really really good the last six years. And they were really good last year. And at some point, they're going to go through a streak where they're really good this year. Health is a concern. Health is more of a concern for me than, honestly, than Abreu's home runs. Where is your threshold, Ryan? Look. Okay. Looking. Look. Ah, man. So you might after, be a white Ryan. Sean just gave us, you know, the, uh, the gospel there, it's really hard for me to say anything different. I mean, I completely agree. I, Sean's absolutely right. There's more people. There's more people we want in the lineup than there are spots. And I think that's... A little bit of a problem, and then obviously the health is the biggest concern. But, you know, as frustrated as I can get with us losing a day game yesterday and obviously the night before, I, I still I have no major concerns. I think the team's fine. And like Sean said, Dusty didn't come back to go 80 and 82. So I think this team's going to be just fine. We Hopefully this is the worst that the team is, and right now we still have a winning record. Like, hopefully right now this is the most water we're going to have to tread. The team will ideally only get healthier from here and get better from here. So, you, yeah, no no concerns, really. You're 60 games in and eight games under 500? 
then that's, we can talk. Yeah, yeah then that's that's. that's a uh, then we'll have a conversation that's ser- far more serious. Yeah, and then just uh, real quick before we get to the top of the hour, looking at the AL West as it stands right now. The Rangers leading the division at 18 and 12, the Angels 17 and 14, the Astros 16 and 15, the Mariners 14 and 16, and then the poor Oakland Athletics 6 and 25. Did you see, did you guys by chance see the crowd yesterday in Oakland? Look, you mean op- the empty seats? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, like the most I think I've ever seen. It's a high school baseball game. Yeah, it's sad. I mean, dude, big leaguers that have grinded their ass off to get to where they are don't deserve Well, that. they get bigger crowds in the minor leagues. It is it is pathetic, I mean, I'm being a bit hyperbolic, but the truth is, when you know they're going, you know you're not good. Well, you tell me. If you're a fan, why are you going to the ballpark to see another no, team, No, no, right? you're not, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're going to see... You're going yeah. to see the Astros right. play. You're going to see Otani when he comes down in Trout. You Would you go knowing they're moving? No. And knowing oh. that it's in a place... You're not going to that game. Do you know how many people they had there? Yesterday, take Three, a guess. Less than 2,000. 3,500. Less than 3,500, a little more. 2,600 people. Wow. Listen, I know it's crazy. You can literally, at ballparks like that, ask people in Atlanta in the days when they were at the launching pad, there's 3,000, 4,000 people before they became a winning franchise. I used to watch them on the, 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 the TBS broadcast. Mm-hmm. Do you realize when you're in the ballpark sitting in the on-deck circle, you can hear the guy down the left field line having a conversation like, hey, man, what are you doing? Hey, yeah. can I get a beer? You can hear it echo through the stadium. You can literally hear conversations in, a, in where, where there's 3,000 people in a ballpark. It's an embarrassment, but they got to go, and it's a long overdue. They got to get to Vegas. But if you're a fan, what are you showing? What, why are you showing up for that? Yeah, you're not. Maybe give me a free ticket. I'll, a matter of fact, I'll guarantee you free ticket with the Angels in town on a Friday night. They will not sell that place. The only reason I say Angels is to, to see Otani, to see Trout. Trout. You, they will not sell it out. Who are the owners of the Oakland Athletics? Right now, I don't know. After all this time and changes, I have zero idea who owns them right now. I can tell you this, they ain't paying, which they never do, and they ain't winning. Billy Bean's Magic can't work with this franchise this year. He can't wait to get to Vegas, I'm sure. Fisher? John Joseph Fisher? Yeah, don't know who that is. He's, well, no, he's no John a, Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Yeah, John Fisher. Whatever he's doing, it ain't working. Well, so well he's, team, not, he's not paying much. <clears throat> and I can tell you that the, the talent level is it basically it's a triple A team, dude. Let's yeah. face facts, and they're and they're and they're drawn like it. Pathetic, man. As we head to the eight o'clock hour, we're going to take a look at some Astros panic tweets next on Sports Talk seven ninety. Sounds spectacular. Sean Salisbury. Welcome into the Sean Salisbury Show here on Sports Talk 790. Sean Salisbury, Brian Lima, Ryan Money. Astros lose to the Giants yesterday. They are off today. They open up a series with the Seattle Mariners tomorrow. The Celtics beat the 76ers last night in the NBA playoffs, and the Warriors take on the Lakers tonight in the Western Conference semifinals. All right, before we uh, get to these Astros panic tweets, we'll take your call, 713-212-5790. We've been talking Astros all morning long. The offense still continuing to struggle, still waiting the news on Luis Garcia and his follow-up MRI. So let's go out to uh, League City and talk to Danny. What's up, Danny? What's going on, gentlemen? How we feeling? Good, man. Hey, Astros fans, listen up. Don't panic. 
It's a long season, man. Uh, uh, you know, it's it's funny because like every team, every year is a different team. Even if you still have the same players, right? They, they got a jail, man. They got it'll come together, you know. So, anyways, hey, uh, I wanted to talk to y'all. I had a chance to see the the bio on Reggie Jackson on Netflix. Have y'all had a chance to see that? Uh, I have not seen it, Sean. Have you seen it? I have not. Y'all need to take a look, man. It is. It's amazing the, the the footage, and he does, you know, he does the whole thing, right? I mean, he does, he kind of put it together, and he talks about his beginning days and, you know, the struggles, the whole bit, man. But I highly, highly recommend uh, to see that, man. It's a, it's it's a it's a we really enjoyed looking at it. But uh, anyways, uh, love your show and uh, go Astros. Appreciate that, Dan. We'll have to check that uh, documentary out. Look forward to that one. Yeah, Reginald Martinez Jackson. They also Love know him Reggie. as uh, Mr. October. Heard of him? Yeah. Yeah. Right here in Houston. Worked for the Astros. Do you know that? You got, I do know you, that. You do that? I, I, oh, yeah. okay. Just, Just a hunch. You got your finger on the pulse. Okay. Yep. Just making sure. Yep. All right, let's get into these uh, Astros panic tweets. Ryan, let's do, uh, unless you got something. Got it. Yeah. You got it? Okay. What do we got today? Well, it's May the 4th. Oh, I was going to say I hate everything about you. Yeah. The song. Okay, well, then we'll play that. No, no, it's the fourth. You're, you you, you run, really want to be Duel with you? This is of the Fates, one of the best movie cuts put together by John Williams. I okay. hate everything about you by Three Days Grace? Yeah. All right. Yeah, a little angry. You know what I mean? All right, here we go. Astros panic tweets. The Astros posted the final Giants 4, Astros 2, and they go as as expected. Are y'all closing y'all's eyes when batting? Was that game yesterday and felt like I was watching a junior high school team? Get it together and start playing like the champions y'all are. Because you're not allowed to lose a game to a good pitching performance. Did you know that? Did not know that. Okay, just curious. I mean, I like how they this person tried to, you know, get a little optimistic at the end, saying, play like the champions y'all are. A little contradicting, but okay. All right, here's one. Yay! They pretty much mediocre. How the hell did they sweep Atlanta and win two versus the Rays, but can't even win a series over the 8-21 White Sox, 11-17 Tigers, or the now 13-17 Giants at home? They're 8-11 at home, 8-3 on the road, zero walk-offs. Don't Astros fans deserve better? Yeah, it was the players want better. I assure you, they want better for you. And this team's notorious for playing. I, I'll tell you what, beat the good teams, I'm okay with it. Mm. Now, did you notice it was like, well, we played great against those teams, but no compliment on how you played against them, but only the negative on how poorly how you played against sub-500 teams. Right. Now, there is one thing, too, something, too, that bothersome. They do play down to competition. Yeah. There is no doubt about it. That, but, but guess when you get to the postseason, what the competition isn't? Below 500. I love... Uh, Normally. I-, I love this right here. Stop losing to bad teams. Stop losing to bad teams at home. Hit the ball better. Pitch the ball better. As if they're not trying to do that. That's the Little League third base fan coach or the family in the stand says, Hit it harder. Keep your head down. That's the answer for everything, isn't it? Keep your head down. See the ball. Hit the ball. Right. Tell me that one again. All four of those. Uh, this one is stop losing to bad teams. Stop losing to bad teams at home. Hit the ball better. Pitch the ball better. That whoever the, whoever did that, they belong on national TV. That is an unbelievable take. Right. It's like uh, 
It's like the dad in the stands yelling at his kid on the mound, throw strikes! Sure, Dad, I got this. No, I'm, I, Dad, I enjoy loading the bases with walks. Yeah, okay, let me get to that. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, okay, this one's got to be... Fake? This, yeah, no, not fake, but I think this, this dude's got to be trolling. Uh, it's sad to admit, but I think the season is over. Let's rebuild. I don't think that that's somebody trolling. I think I think it's somebody who believes that. Gosh, listen to this one. Dusty ain't that good a manager, to be honest. You know, Bray, you start whose fault it is? <laughs> Dusty's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's Dusty's fault. You know that home run that Frommer gave up yesterday? Dusty's. You, you know the one, the yeah. home run? Mm-hmm. You know whose fault it is? Dusty's? Dusty's. Yeah, wow. Frommer did give up a home run, right? Yeah. Did he give up a home run yesterday? No, uh, Brian Abreu. That's right, Abreu. Then who would Fromber get? Oh, he just gave up singles. Was was there a double that scored yeah. a run in the gap? Yeah. They were right? It kind of runs together on our broadcast, yes. right? Um, I don't think the Fromber kept the ball in the bar park, didn't he? Yeah, yesterday? he didn't give yeah. up a home run. Right. It was just Abreu. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And there was two home and runs was... because Bregman homered off off their yeah. guy. Well, did he homered off Webb, didn't he? Yes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't think Altuve or Brantley. I don't think Altuve or Brantley or Chaz fixes this. Season's over, dude. I think we should follow the fan. What if we did what the fans, some of the fans suggest? The Dusty comes on a press conference and says, you know what? Season's over. I'm going to rest Bregman and the guys for 40 games. What is, what is, we're going to keep out playing AAA, guys. We're going to keep, we're gonna keep out two fans. We're going to let him sit out the year. Yep. Uh, we are the Houston half Astros. If you're a bad team below 500 and desperately need wins, come on down to Minute Maid Park. We will give you two at least. We will even lay down and let you have them, and your worst pitchers won't even struggle for seven or eight innings. Should be an easy W. Wow. Couldn't agree more, right? Yep. Just bring your team because I think the players are laying down. I think that's what they intend to do, right? Because it looks to me like when Jordan shows up or Kyle Tucker or Bregman or or, – Fromber, it looks to me like they just show lay down like, ah, we don't want this. We're the World Series champions. We're 16 and 15. Let's just cancel the season. Dude, every week we have to go through this, right? Yes. <sighs> Here's a simple one. We suck. Is that person on the payroll? <laughs> just, just checking. We all get caught up in saying we as if we're on the payroll and we're not to the Astros. So we sucked. Well, we sucked on the plate yesterday and the day before. But it's uh, what's more alarming, 16 and 15 or fans' reaction to some of this? Uh, fans' reaction. Would agree. By far. I listen, opinion, if you want to tell me, you can have opinion whatever you want. But if you want to tell me that, hey, we're not very good right now. We're not swinging the bat. We should get better. Can't get much worse with the home runs. We're 24th in the league or whatever it is. But we suck, and it, we're laying down for teams, and it, the season's over. Let's rebuild. So when they say that, all of a sudden, if you trade Bregman and, and Kyle Tucker, don't sign him and let him you know, move him on, right? Yep. So would they be mad at that? I thought you wanted to rebuild. Right. Give my point? If we're going to be hyperbolic and, and extreme, let's go extreme with the fans. Let's just do it. Most fans aren't like the ones you're reading. You and I both know this. Most have a little bit of a baseball IQ. Here's a baseball IQ one. We should have kept Vasquez and Yuli. Mm-hmm. 
because Yuli last year, 30 games in, was hitting 198 with no home runs. Mm-hmm. Should have kept him. Because he was, I mean, he was lit 30 games into the year last year. 30 games into the year. He was, because uh, I, I wish we could go back and, you know what, I'd love to go oh, back and gosh. repeat all the texts and tweets, the tweets and, and voices that come on a show across and say, play him back about Yuli at this time last year, what folks were saying about him. And you want to know what they're saying? The exact same thing they're saying about Abreu right now, other than they are emotionally tied to Yuli. Just friggin' stop. And to end our Astros Panic Tweet segment, this was a screenshot of Yuli Gurriel's current stats. And this person said, my eyes hurt. 56 at-bats, 321 average, two bombs. He's doing good in a backup role. Limited role. In Miami. He's a good player. He wasn't a good player during the regular season at the plate here last year. For about eighty percent of it, okay. I said well, I'll give. Don't, us, don't us do this. One to more. Me. One more. Why are you ruining the rest of the show? <laughs> one more. One more. This is the best one to end on. It's becoming increasingly apparent that you guys don't care about winning anymore. It was fun while <laughs> while it lasted. Yeah, let's go to break. <laughs> well, what do you say to that? Hey, uh, dude. Well, Astros I wish panic those people would all come on and talk. They won't though. I know. They won't. They don't want the smoke. No, oh, because I'm. We would light him up. Twitter fingers, brother. Twitter fingers. It's over. Astros panic tweets. The gift that keeps on giving. Not Joe Biden. It's 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 uh, Astros panic. Sixty tweets. games in, eight games below five hundred. Then I'll believe him. Fair <laughs> then, enough. Yeah, right. Then I'll listen. Yeah, we uh, we got the money shot next on Sports Talk Seven Ninety. We also got Spindle Tap, which I was uh, yesterday in our relevant broadcast. Spindle Tap Brew. So cold brew, cold beer from Spindle Tap, and I ain't playing. The hands were fresh. The hands were heavy. See what I did there with Spindle Tap? Little heavy hands. IPAs, lagers. I had a stout two days ago. You got seltzers. Whatever you want, you got it. What a, what a beer master they got over there at, at uh, Spindle Tap. And what a tap room. Voted number one in the country. Led by Brody Chapman and his great staff and group. And a facility that's off the charts. If you haven't been to Spindle Tap, most of you probably have. If you haven't, pop on in there. Have yourself the party. We're going to do it plenty of times. You've got pickleball, wiffleball, baseball. You can play cornhole bags. Whatever you want to play. Have your concert out there. If you want to play a guitar, have at it. It's all right there at Spindle Tap Brewery. And you've got the best beer on the planet. And when you sit down to one of those craft burgers, an unbelievable pizza, whatever it is you want. I, I'm telling you, I had this brisket and top ramen soup, but it was a full meal. First of all, I was full when I left. It's the best top ramen I ever had, and we all lived on that in college, right? Uh, you don't have to live on it now, but you might want to pop on in there, and if you're drinking cold beer and wait till the airport site opens. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Game changer. Spindle tap brewery. Spindle tap beer. You got all the choices. You got the lagers. You got the seltzers. And you got the IPAs. You got the best beer around at the best brewery. Spindle tap brewery. Just a few minutes outside the loop. Pop on into the number one tap room in the country. The Sean Salisbury Show continues on your Roku. Listen to Sports Talk 790 on any device with our free iHeartRadio app. Astros with the day off today. They take on the Mariners tomorrow. They lost the series to the Giants. Celtics beat the 76ers, Warriors, and Lakers tonight in the NBA Finals. You also got the Kraken and the Stars in the NHL playoffs. I would really love if Houston got a hockey team. Be phenomenal. Yeah, yeah I would too. Brian, you about that would. life? Oh, dude, you know me. I, I hate Houston sports and hockey and all that stuff. So it's just Rockets only, or yeah, you know me. I've never championed a uh, hockey team on this show. It'd be great if it happened. Hopefully, it will. I, I would love it. Would love it. Then we can read mean hockey tweets and stupid ass hockey tweets, right? After yep. your team wins the Stanley Cup championship, and we go in there and start after like eight games into a hockey season, what's wrong with our team? We're one and three. We beat the Stanley Cup champions, but no, we are the Stanley Cup champions, but we lost to a team didn't make the playoffs. Right now, the season's over. <laughs> Pack it in. Good gracious. The, sometimes you got to question people's... Because when you watch baseball once in a while, the, you're, you're probably more equipped to, to know more about it than, than maybe Fromber is on the mound, well, right? You know what? And I love... Listen, I love great opinion. We have the fans. We've got some phenomenal baseball people. It's, and I, listen, here's the problem. Astros Twitter... When you get the three out of 30 fans that are like the sky's falling after a loss is not real. Right. That's not the way this fan. There's no way when 35,000 walk into Minute Maid and you get beaten a game that the first thing and you're 16 and 15 after all they've been through as World Series champions that you're walking away from that saying, like you read tweets. Yeah. Season's over. We suck. What's you guys wrong? don't want to win. You don't want to win. Hey, quit laying down for teams that you're supposed to beat as if they show up at the ballpark thing. And I want to embarrass myself. Yeah. One thing I know about professional athletes having been there, at times you will embarrass yourself with performance because you didn't play well. I don't remember ever walking into a locker room and having some guy say, you know what? I think I don't think I'm going to play hard today. Yeah. I think it'll be cool to have everybody berate me during the, the week. <laughs> yeah. Now, they don't pay much attention, I'm sure, to social media. Some have rabbit ears across sports. But listen... Like I said, thirty games from now, if they're eight games under five hundred, then you can talk, you can you can not you can give me all the the, the panic tweets you want because then you'd be you'd be justified eight games under five hundred with five people hurt. Now we can talk. Yeah. Now if you want to tell me that Luis Garcia, if he's hurt and out for the season with Tommy John, and you're alarmed, have at it. You are damn right. Yeah. But I'm not really alarmed yet. On Bregman's lack of power, or that Abreu's making twenty million a year. Concerned? Yes. Alarmed? Absolutely not. Yeah. I think it's stupid if you're alarmed and panicked. If you want the P in panic, fine. But let's not spell the whole word just yet. Hold off a minute. Yeah. We got uh, Nate Griffin here of Fox Twenty Six Sports. Nate, let me ask you real quick. Just take your take your media sports media fandom or sports media job out of it. 
and talk to us as a fan. How do you feel about? Is there a level of concern that you no, have for the Astros? No, 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 no. Uh, first of all, you know now you now you're talking thirty plus years. Yeah, I'm worried about the Astros now. No, after seeing what we've seen over the past few years, hey, go back to two thousand four five, right? I mean, go back to when they won a World Series. Yeah, that was to, what, what did the Chronicles say on the front? It was uh, uh, there was a specific front page that basically said they were done. Yeah. Count them out. The, the, the gravestone or something and, like and that. And what happened? They went to a World Series. Yeah, they yeah. got swept by the White Sox. You know, but but so what? You know, you look at this team now. You know, I mean, you want if if, if we're going to talk injuries, you kind of want them at the start of the season versus towards the end of the season. Yes, so guys can rest and get well and play yeah. well the rest of the way. Yeah, I would. Want, I would hate it, Nate, if all of a sudden, hey, Altuve's missing September in the playoffs in the World Series. That would right. be a, that would suck. Right. There's no doubt about it. And you're 100 percent correct about you know going back and feeding off the good. Listen, you're going to have the the constant ups and downs throughout. So are we supposed to say to the Atlanta Braves, who are nasty good, after the Astros went in there and beat them down, a, an outstanding pitching staff and bats galore. Quite frankly, a semi mirror image of this franchise when it comes to. Talent. They can hit the ball out of the ballpark. They can run. They've got stars at a lot of positions, and they can pitch as, as this franchise can here. So should the Atlanta fans say, got beat by the Astros, got swept, we're done. Cancel it. Don't play the uh, the, rest, the, the other 144 you got to play. Yeah, you get my point? Yeah, stop. <laughs> Trigan, stop. So when, when, when Rodgers throws two picks for the, the Jets this year in the opener or two games, he may not throw They're a pick done. all year. I mean, Bench him. <laughs> give us Zach Wilson. You know, well, why do we draft Zach? Get him back in there. <laughs> we didn't give him enough chance. Why did we pay? We gave up a first-round pick for Rodgers? What? Yeah. Then he throws four touchdowns. Yeah. Guy's a Hall of Famer. C- can we trade Zach? For another receiver? Yeah. <laughs> see how that goes? See how right. that works? Listen, we'd really be screwed real quick, and we'll go to break because yeah. we got Nate coming up. We'd really be screwed if the players acted like us fans. Oh, gosh. We'd be, they, they, they'd go crazy. They'd quit because they couldn't so. handle it. Yeah. I love so. Nuts. <laughs> hey, Don't Ro- be a player, fan, fan player. Before we get to break, Rhino, you got some tickets to give away? I'm a dialer fan. Back to the Sean Salisbury Show. We're rolling along here on the Sean Salisbury Show. Rhino, we get to get some winners for those. Uh, the <laughs> Nate Nate Griffin from Fox Twenty Six Sports wants those uh, wants those Buzzfest Buzzfest tickets. We give those away, Rhino. Yes, we did. Uh, first winner was Brian out of League City, and I'm processing. Hey, Nate may have enough pull to do it for get him for free. Right. Nate may have that kind of pull. You got Brian and who? Brian in League City, and I'm about to process the second winner now. So, yep, don't know who their name is yet, but we do have a second winner getting that processed right now. So, thank y'all so much for calling in, and hope everyone enjoys. Buzzfest on May 13th. Yeah, there we go. It's a couple of weeks away. Our sister station, 94.5, The Buzz, will be out there. Of course, as they are every single year. Buzzfest tickets. Good stuff for the uh, money shot. Congrats to those winners. You know, I got a uh, I got a message from a baseball buddy of mine, and he put it to me pretty, uh, Sean, you'll get this, obviously, with uh, your football career. He said, being panicked about the Astros right now would be the equivalent of the Chiefs being 1-1 one one on the season and having a three-point lead at halftime of week three in the NFL. Right. 
well, if you let me take you back to was it last year, or the year before they were on their way, to, I believe, to play by they just got boat raced by Philly. It was uh, it was last year, wasn't it? I think, I think it was, and we were talking. It was early last year, right? That this is not. Oh yeah, I think it was. You know, they were together, and you were talking, Bart Scott. Yeah, Mahomes. Nobody's afraid of Mahomes That's anymore. That's what it was. Yeah, no one fears him. Nobody fears him. Oh my gosh, is this reign over? They got rid of Tyree Kill. Mahomes won't be the same. What's he going to do without receivers? Their running game's average. Uh, we'll see. Okay, how's he going to work this magic? Uh, you know, and you heard it. Yeah, it feels like decades ago that they or years ago they said it. And come February, thirty-eight, thirty-five World. I mean, uh, Super Bowl champions. So that's a great tweet by the, was that a text or a tweet? Uh, text. Yeah, great yeah. text by your buddy. Yeah. Um, phenomenal. And so true. And here's Valerie on Twitter. We're so spoiled, we don't know how to roll with the punches. Guys, it's barely May. Calm down. Go watch Star Wars all day. And quit thinking negatively, negatively about the Astros. You're not helping. They hate losing. They'll fix it. You got to have faith. I just know this. They fixed it before. Listen, this team, in my opinion, and it's not this easy, but it feels this easy. They're going to stumble their way to 90 wins. Do you get my point? Yeah. And where, where I'm talking about, they, they, they can win 90 games, in my opinion. It's the last 10 to get to them 100 if they blow away the division or just win the division. The key is, see, they're the team now. You know how you know you're going to get to the playoffs every year, and then when we get there, what do we do? Listen, as long as they are in striking distance or in the lead in the division when we get to September and, and the health is coming back, it's going to be okay. <laughs> get to the tournament, okay? <laughs> we ain't playing. Now, if you told me we're playing the playoffs in four days, that the first round starts, guess what I'd think? We're not the best team in the American League. That's what I'd say today. But get hot at the right time. So, Valerie, your buddy, and everybody else that... Doesn't want to push a panic button. A concern button and a good banter button. Should you be critical of some of the things that are happening? Absolutely. Can't just kiss ass all the time because you're a homer. We know some people right. that do. They, they, they couldn't criticize, you know, guys that like that they're above criticism. No, they're actually not. And it shouldn't be taken personal. The other side of it is, though, the sky's not falling and the Astros season's not over 31 games in. They're above 500. You want me to go through the teams that are below 500 right now? There's plenty of them. So... Let's slow it down a little bit. We're going to be okay. Yeah, and even talking about the we Chiefs. We mean the Astros. Talking about the Chiefs the year prior to that, there was a couple of games I remember specifically. They got blown out by Tennessee in the middle of October in 2021. They ended up losing to the Bengals in overtime in that conference championship game. But they got blown out by Tennessee, and I remember people talking, oh, my gosh, what is this offense going to do for uh, Kansas City? Mahomes only threw for 206 yards that game. They got beat 27-3 to by Tennessee. <laughs> and people were just down on them. Next thing you know, they rattle off eight wins in a row. Yeah, when you got that kind of talent, just like the Astros are capable of rolling off 10, 12 in a row, right? Is I also remember the Chargers going into Kansas City and Herbert out-dueling Mahomes. Now, Herbert's a hell of a player, but the talk was, and I think a lot of us bought it, going into last year, I had the Chargers winning the division and the Chiefs finishing second, both making the playoffs. Well, that didn't work out quite like that, and the Chiefs went on to win a Super Bowl, which you play 17 of them, and they were able to, thank goodness, they didn't read all the press clippings and listen to what people were saying after they got, oh, what's wrong with Mahomes? 
You know what's wrong with him? Absolutely nothing. Everything's fine. Right. People, humans do have bad moments or bad games. They just don't have a lot of them. And the 162-game season, they, they, they've, they've been beat a couple times. The other team's getting paid, too. You're not winning 140 games, so just deal. Understand that have a cold beer and get, grab yourself a spindle tap and sit back and relax. It's going to be all right. Got some uh, news from the Houston Texans. Let's I don't see. know if it's breaking news sounder worthy. Yeah, it might be, might be league altering. I don't know. League altering. Texans are re-signing free agent linebacker Neville Hewitt to a one-year deal. That's coming from Adam Schefter. <laughs> okay. Not to be confused with Aaron Neville. <laughs> right. Right? Not to be confused with Phil Nevin. Not to be confused with, isn't there a financial company or something called Hewitt? Yeah. He- Taxes, a tax company? Yeah, Hewitt. Hewitt, Hewitt Jackson. Yeah, you feel me, dog? No, you feel me, dog. I think it's Hewitt Jackson, right? Good for him, though. You it know what is. it means? You're extending your career. Jackson Hewitt, sorry. Jackson Hewitt, there you go. Yeah. Is that a tax firm or something? That is uh, tax, oh, is that? Yes, they yeah, do tax taxes, preparation yeah. services. There you go. Jackson here. So I'm all for um, a tax preparation service. No, I'm also I'm all for guys getting another opportunity to extend their career. Good for him. I don't think it's probably gonna lead Sports Center, but it, you know what? It's a guy signs a year, go do your thing. It's called survival, man. And that's what he's what trying to do. What is leading Sports Center this morning? Uh Lakers probably. Yeah. Don't they? I mean, either, Lakers does, off what season. Does LeBron's legacy mean in this series, or <laughs> does Aaron Rodgers have anything to prove? That's what. Yeah, and you know what's funny? Turn on Get Up this morning, or what is that? First take or Get Up? What's get that? Up. Uh, guess what's Guess what's been the majority of the talk this morning on Sports Center? That Aaron Rodgers highlights video how he's fitting in. They're on probably get up. talking more about Aaron Rodgers being at the Knicks game than they are the Knicks game. Oh, I would imagine so. They, it's just that's their go-to. When in doubt, we don't know what we got for content. Uh, let's lead with Aaron Rodgers or LeBron, and you're safe. You can you, you can say the same thing you've said forty different ways the last week, and try another one. Just get two different analysts on there to do it. Bill Barnwell and Diana Rossini. Let's go in there. Let's talk Aaron Rodgers. Is Aaron going to? Is Aaron prepared to have a good season? No, I imagine he prefers to suck. Right. So uh, we'll see. Um, but yeah, that's good for um, Neville Hewitt. Correct. Good for him. I like it. Here's uh, here's some fun stuff. Uh, Kenyon or Key Keenon Middleton. Why are you looking at me like plays for the White Sox? What about him? He struck out Carlos Correa last night. Mm-hmm. After the game, he said, "I knew I was going to face Carlos Correa, and I don't like him. I enjoyed that." They asked, "You don't like him?" He said, "No, not even a little bit." I said, why is that? And he says, I mean, he's a cheater. Oh, Who the hell is Keenan Middleton? Best ever. And why is it always a White Sox pitcher talking out of their ass? <laughs> I don't know. I, you know Who I, the hell are you? Okay. Carlos Correa is the only person to ever cheat in baseball. So right. we have to dislike him. That's, right, that's the move. Let's not forget about the steroid era. Well, guess what? If you don't like him that much, have the balls to throw at him and let's see what happens. Hit him yeah. in his rib cage and then let's see where it goes. Let's not uh, Let's yeah. not forget about Pluck him. Is, this... <laughs> is, that a happy, is that from Happy Gilmore? It just says slug fight on the sound effect box. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I think that's Bob Barker like and Happy him. Gilmore going at it. 
Yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure that that kept Carlos awake. <laughs> right, sure did. Yeah, man. Uh, hey, yeah. this guy doesn't yeah. like me. Yeah, let's not forget yeah. about you know such Tony. a mid comment. Oh, actually, this is See what, what Carlos there? said. To, what did Carlos say? This is what Carlos said. Who cares? Mm. <laughs> I'll tell you, I may be a white boy, but you are stupid. But I ain't stupid. Oh, you? Oh, you're not stupid. No, my bad. My bad. No, my bad. But I, but, but I may be a white boy. Yeah, you are. But I'm not stupid. I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. See, you always say it wrong time. You go, I, 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 yeah, I, 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 I may be a white boy, I, 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 I but, I'm white boy but I'm not stupid. Max Scherzer. Every now and then he'll come up with a clever one-liner, though. Who? He'll, he'll run into B? one. You know why? Yeah. Yeah, Unlike a brain, he'll, he'll run into one. <laughs> you know why? Well, because he's a white boy. <laughs> yeah. It's I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. <laughs> I'll tell you what. <coughs> what I know me. about you, oh Ryan, my gosh. is you may be a white boy, but I am stupid. But you, you are white, aren't you? Uh, uh, we're still waiting on test results. <laughs> 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 oh, good gracious! Yeah, hey, uh, who runs into one first? Ooh. Biden oh, no, or Abreu? You want to talk about that? Next? Who Joe. runs into a son? Who runs Joe versus Joe? Joe. <laughs> yes, which Joe runs into one first? Abreu homers over the fence. Or Joe actually says something presidential. <laughs> Dude. I, 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 I may be a white boy, but I ain't stupid. I'm a John, bitch. Hey, uh, Max Scherzer had his first start after a suspension for using the sticky stuff. Do you think he pitched well or not? I'm sure he was pissed <laughs> no. off at some point. <laughs> I want to talk about that. We can have fun with that segment. That's next on Sports Talk 790. The Sean Salisbury Show continues on your smart TV. Listen to Sports Talk 790 on any device with our free iHeartRadio app. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. the fourth be with you and also with you this is the way and you too sean oh god (laughs) it sounded like his droid parts need some oil when i do this can you guys hear it yeah oh yeah can everyone how about this oh yeah yeah how about this yeah how about this i'm just kidding (laughs) listen Do you think? Do you know who Darth Vader is? Yes. You do? Uh-huh. You have no, 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 I mean, not even yeah. one, like, the intrigue of watching one I am, yeah. Star Wars. No, I have no, no, none. Not Do you one. like sci-fi? No. You don't like movies? Do you like space balls? No. Never seen it. Mm-hmm. Do you, you say you don't like Harry Ford? Who? Harry Ford. Who's that? Harrison, Harrison Ford? Ford? When he in Jumanji? <laughs> No. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, guys. Do you know who's in Jumanji, right? <laughs> yeah, Robin Williams, R.I.P. 
Oh, no, I'm sorry. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Johnson and Kevin Hart as Kevin well. Hart and Jack Black. Black. Yeah. sucked. <clears throat> has, has The Rock put out a good movie? Uh, not recently, in my opinion. What's the movie with him and Jay Statham? Well, they do Hobbs and Shaw, which is a I, that's part off. of the Fast right, and right, Furious. Right. I liked Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, it was okay. It was I a liked cheesy. it. I think the last movie he put out that I say I feel comfortable saying I loved was uh, Pain and Gain, and that was like 2013. That movie sucked. Yeah, that's because you suck. Is that the, movie, that, that is, movie is, and I don't say, but that movie was highly overrated. That's because it's funny. Okay. It's based on a true story. It's nuts. It's got good actors. Yeah, was it Monk not, in that? That was Monk, right? Yeah, he was in there. It's not a great movie, but I personally like it. If that's it. his best movie, he needs to, to go play in the XFL. Well, I mean, it's his best movie lately, in my opinion, because I mean. Has me, he ever had a good one? Yeah. Name one. Uh, Rundown, Gridiron Gang, Walking Tall, Snitch. Yeah, I take that. I, I, you know what? I got to give him credit. Walking Tall was a good movie. Okay. Was it? Yeah, I liked yeah, it. It's a, it's a remake. It wasn't the original one, but Joe, what, Joe Don Baker, maybe. But yeah, I, I, uh, he does. He makes, well, put it this way. You know why he keeps getting paid? Because his movies make money. Because he's likable. I and mean, video his, goes to can, video. To and, me, Fast Five and Fast Six are good. That's when he was introduced was Fast right. Five. But, I mean, I don't know if that's really his solo movie. So, is, was he a better performer in WWF or WWE, whatever the hell it's called now, or movies? Uh, I mean, to me, he's better in WWE. That's where I got my Listen, fandom for him. But, I mean, have he, you not seen The Rundown, Sean? He, he could cut a promo, what? man. The Rundown. Which one's that? It came out like... Is that the one with Billy Bob Thornton? Uh, no, that's uh, faster, I believe. No, Rundown came out like right after Walking Tall. It's with Christopher Walken and Sean William Scott. Sean William Scott's from American Pie. He's yeah, the I son. Yeah, I know who he is. Yeah, but, but what's but yeah, what's yeah, I know who he is. So he, Sean William Scott's the son of Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken's like a bad guy, and oh, he, he goes hires, and hunts him down. He and hunts yeah, him down. yeah, he good runs movie. Him down. Yeah. Yes, that's a good. Went, went into the bar out in the in the middle. Of, I mean, yeah. in some foreign country. Yes, yeah. I, I remember that. And brought him home. Right. He was getting a fee to bring him home. Yeah, and the other one where he chases down Billy Bob Thornton because they thought they put a bullet in his head and killed him. And he chased him down. Guy, he he, he gets revenge. Yeah, I believe that's and faster. Sp- yeah, that would that was a that one's solid. That was a solid movie. So he's done some d- decent work. You yeah, know, we 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 just joke with him because it seems like a lot of his movies are made for video, and but they go to the movie theater. Yeah, he he put it. He, he's a great entertainer, and what it is is he knows how to make money. He knows how to entertain, and he stays on. He's a grinder. Does a lot of work. So, yeah, I don't think he's a great actor. I think he's a great entertainer. Does that make sense? And then, like, the first two or three seasons of Ballers was awesome. And I never that watched show, that show. The first, like, two seasons are solid, and then it falls off hard. I heard the ending was just terrible, but he was solid for the first two seasons. Yeah. So he's a great entertainer. I think he's – I didn't watch wrestling, so I don't know how good he is, but his I know that's promos, where he got to start. His promos – the promos that he would cut are phenomenal. Yeah. No, entertaining as hell. That's what – he's an entertainer. And he's hilarious. Yeah, he's an entertainer. It doesn't, he seems – I'll tell you, the movie with uh, – where he goes back to and with uh, what's what's uh, Kevin Hart, where he comes Central back. Central intelligence. Yeah, Central intelligence. Yeah, that was pretty. Was that where they were high school classmates? Yeah, yeah yes. he was a he was a nerd. Yeah, that's comes funny. Back to that was that, yeah. that was it'll make you laugh for two hours. Yeah, it was a good movie. I liked it. So he's done some good stuff. He had put it this way: it's not going to be critically acclaimed, mm-hmm. but Walking Tall keep you interested. The the movies we just talked about. So I I think that The Rock is a hell of an entertainer. And he's funnier than you. I think he's sneaky funny, don't you? Yeah. Got some really good, they yeah. write good one-liners in. And when he's got a good cast around him, it kind of makes him feed off it, right? Yeah. He's so, just done a lot of big budget 
just not great movies that are really just right. supposed to be pure entertainment. So that's that's right. kind of the problem there. I guess a lot of people love him in Moana, but that's a kids movie. And then the other good one I was trying to find. I mean, his his Hercules movie really isn't that bad. I, it's decent. Yeah, he's a, he's fine. He's a really he he's made his money because he knows how to entertain, and he's engaging. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. engaging. But he's not going to put it this way. He's not going to take an award away from Denzel Washington. Let's just put it that way. No. Yeah. He's That's so not, likable. Yeah, and he is. Yeah, and he's got the XFL. Yeah, well. Yeah. Don't they have a championship game coming up? I, think, I believe so, yeah. I don't really know how their playoffs work. You know, but I, think- I don't even know who's in it, and I didn't even see him throw a pass, so I can't tell you. I don't know. Yeah, once the Roughnecks lost, I kind of stopped watching. Sounds spectacular. Sean Salisbury. NFL quarterback This is the all-new Sean Salisbury Show. Final hour of the Sean Salisbury Show here on Sports Talk 7. And you can also listen to us on the free iHeartRadio app. Sean Salisbury, Brian Lalima, Ryan Money. Astros with a day off today. They take on the Mariners tomorrow. They've just lost the series to the Giants. The Celtics beat the 76ers. The Warriors take on the Lakers tonight. NHL playoffs also rolling along. Uh, real quick, some Texans news. They just signed, re-signed one of their linebackers, Neville Hewitt, to a one-year deal. He was gonna. He was a free agent. <sighs> Riveting stuff. And then with the Texans. They've invested uh, some money and some picks with premium position players. Left tackle, Laramie Tunsil. Right tackle, Titus Howard. That's a uh, $39 million cap hit in 2023. Will Anderson, using that number three pick. Cornerback, Derek Stingley. That was also a number three pick. C.J. Stroud, number two pick. And then some other positions... Jalen Petrie was a second-round pick. Free agent signing to Jimmy Ward. Uh, Dalton Schultz, free agent signing. That was $6.2 million. You also got Sheldon Rankins and Malik Collins. Guard Shaq Mason, which is a cap hit of $8.5 million. And then Kenyon Green was also a first-round pick. Petrie was second or third round? Petrie was a second-round pick. As was Mechie? Yes. Pierce, fourth-round pick. Mm-hmm. Who was the third-round pick that year? Uh, I'll double-check that. Did they have one? I don't. I'm checking right now. Yeah. So, was Roy Lopez what fifth round pick two years ago? Am I right? So in 2022 draft. Let's look. You had Jalen Petrus round two, John Metzi round two, Christian Harris was round three. There you go. Linebacker. He's got good pass rush skills. And then Damian Pierce, the fourth round. First round was Stingley. Mm-hmm. First round was Stingley and Kenyon Green. What was Lopez picked? Roy Lopez. Isn't that right? Did I get his, I get his name right? Defensive lineman, right? Mm-hmm. Had a good rookie. They played pretty solid. He was in the sixth round. Sixth round. 2021 there, draft. There you go. That's two years ago, right? Yes. Yeah, and, yes. Was, and, and played good football his rookie year, too. So, they really, when you think about it, Christian Harris is a good player, right? Mm-hmm. Stingley, really good when he's on the field. Petrie, I, well, for some reason, always stuck out to me that Petrie was a third rounder, but he wasn't. They had two second rounders, and that was him and Mechie, correct? In the same draft, am yes. I right? Yep. So, um, and then obviously you had Lopez two years ago. Pierce, 
listen, if all three or four of your 2022 draft picks hit, all of them made an impact. They did. It's some way or another. Now, Petrie's going to be, I think he's a pro bowler. I I do at some point. Now, he's got a, he flies around and misses too many tackles, but he also makes a lot of plays and he's around the ball. So those cap hits, but listen, we're counting on all of them to be different than just a guy. I would have made the trade again if I was the, the Texans this year to make sure Stroud and Anderson. It's a package deal that you traded up for because I don't believe, with all my heart, I don't believe that they made the deal to move up to three without knowing that they were going to take the quarterback second. Because if you'd have flip-flopped it, you take the risk. I think they had a pretty good idea before they drafted Stroud that they were going to get Will Anderson and that deal was going to be done. And they got both price to pay, yes. But when you give me two guys that, that, that will impact a franchise, if, they're, if they do what they're supposed to do, this is 10 years later, we're, we're, the same two guys will be at the same position they should be if they're as good as we think they are. Yeah, and continue to look at these 2022 draft picks. Kenyon Green, like he's going to be a big part of the line. He was a first-round pick. You could tell he was swimming a little bit last mm-hmm. year, trying not to sink, you know, dog, under the water, the dog paddling, just keep yourself afloat. But I talked to an offensive line coach who, who's coached him, a guy in the past who knows and knows him well, and raves about him. And he's, a, he's not just some dude that's from high school. This guy's coached some of the top players in this league. Raves about him. So he thinks, and with the feet and everything, thinks he's going to be a really good player. So, listen, judging a player his rookie year and three years later is a whole different world. Now, if he's the same player, then he doesn't land, you don't last in the league long. But he speaks really highly of him. You got Damian Pierce, Christian Harris, uh, John Mechie. Obviously, I can't wait to see what John Mechie's going to bring. Yeah, he's an intrigue for me as well. Uh, Jalen Petrie. And then with Derek Stingley Jr., we saw some flashes of really good things from him. Obviously, he needs to stay healthy. Jalen Petrie, I, th- I also think, is going to be a pro bowler. Um, he could sure up tackles a little better than he did this past season. But I think with just Stingley, Petrie, and Christian Harris, all three of those defensive players, D'Amico Ryans is going to put those guys in the correct position to be more successful. I don't know if I saw that last year with Lovey Smith in that defense. Is that my little off there? I, I, or? Would, I would think it was a combination of both. I think Lovey's defense was archaic. It's philosophy. I just do. Yeah. He can't get out of that. He was very, at times when they ramped up pressures and put a little pressure, it looked a little better. But Lovey has lived and, quite frankly, died at times with playing two high safeties, which cannot be, it can no longer be your base defense. If yeah. it is, you better have the four best down linemen on the planet. And you, 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 that's a bend, but don't break. The problem is they didn't have the players just to bend and not break. Yeah. And so you're going to see more pressure, more multiple looks. And listen, the Seattle Seahawks back in the day, you can line up and play base. Co- they played about four coverages. They didn't blitz much. But all they did when they were winning Super Bowls with the Legion of Boom is cover and tackle. When you caught it, they go back and look at the Super Bowl when Peyton had like 30 completions. Yeah. They dismantled him. Every time they caught, there was no run after the catch. You can do that when you got six pro bowlers on your defense. They didn't. But now you have guys that are young cats that can learn. And D'Amico's getting them early in their career. And now you have guys' bodies that can pressure, and you'd be multiple. Damn right things are going to change. And in the process... 
I would imagine they'll tackle better if they they can only get better tackling because they were putrid at it last year. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of uh, uh, putrid, there's some putrid takes, some hot takes in regards to uh, the Lakers Warriors series. And one of them this morning was talking about Mount Rushmore of athletes, Sean. Steph Curry over LeBron James. If Steph Curry wins. Athletes or basketball players? Well, that one's basketball players, but I'm talking for us for our next segment. Athletes. Well, there I saw, I think I saw Colin Colin Coward said that he's taken over Magic Johnson as the best point guard ever, and I'm going to disagree with that. If you're asking me the best shooter, give me uh, Steph Curry belongs in that list, and he's in the conversation. Yeah. But when I'm starting a team in the point guard, I'll have plenty of scores with the other four guys. Yeah. And Magic could score when necessary. I need a facilitator. Magic Johnson's still the point guard. And no, I'm not ready to put... So you've been complaining... All the time we're talking about LeBron James chasing Michael. Right. So now we're going to flip the switch and now Steph Curry's better than LeBron James? Yeah. Let's slow our roll. Yeah, we'll discuss that next on the Sean Salisbury Show. The Sean Salisbury Show continues. (laughs) Baby, I love you every day. Yeah, yeah. Astros with the day off today. They take on the Seattle Mariners tomorrow up in Seattle. Just lost the series to the Giants. Celtics beat the 76ers last night in the NBA playoffs. Warriors-Lakers tonight. That's where we start this segment. Lakers up one to nothing in that Western Conference semifinals. There were some hot takes floating around yesterday. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Colin Coward saying that Steph Curry surpassed Magic Johnson. Best point guard. Like that's that's a real take. Like that that it was actually said. Well, do you think they believe that in in truth? No. <laughs> no. Listen, if you, we're not going to argue. He's, listen, he's a four time NBA champion and two-time he's the MVP. best three point, yeah, two time most valuable player, one time finals MVP, and three, uh, three, three or four time scoring. I mean, uh, three or four time scoring champ, four time champion, but the all time leader in three, he's the best three point shooter ever. There's a lot to love about Steph Curry. Magic Johnson's your point guard when you're putting your all time team together. What was the uh, Steph Curry has more of an argument for Team Two than he does Team One? What was that? Uh, what did they call it? Not the Lake Show. Um, Showtime. Showtime. There you go. Yeah. Showtime Lakers. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't f- draw. I was a right blank. there in L.A. at the exact yeah. time it was going you were on. There? What a treat! Yeah, that's when it was going on. That's where I lived. Really? And it was a treat, dude. Dude, did they did they walk you to your courtside seats when you walked in? They're like, hey, there's thousands of men. Let him in. I knew pretty much where they were. You Whether it was that or sitting in the Jerry Bus box Buss? right yeah. next to him. Genie Bus there too. Can neither confirm nor deny. Don't you know Jeannie, right? Very well. Yeah. So she was there. Yes, she was. <laughs> well, sometimes, but she was also running like the King, Los Angeles Kings. Yeah. She was involved in this. Very 
Jeannie's always been involved. Her and her pops have always been close. Yeah. You know, and Dr. Buss was a great owner, but he sure treated us well. And he was phenomenal. Phenomenal. I loved it. And I was kidding about, you know, I'm sitting there rubbing shoulders. But he was always... Bumping elbows? Yeah, you know. Hey, hey, Doc. I said, Doc. <laughs> Mr. Doc Buss. What's up, Doc? Um, that was Showtime Duty, and it was pretty cool. Well, at that time, think about it. Dodgers were winning World Series. Mm-hmm. We were in, in the Rose Bowl and competing for national titles. We had the Heisman Trophy winner and Marcus Allen at SC. UCLA, well, it's, it's Westwood and UCLA and John Wooden basketball and the changes after Coach Wooden and that competitive. And UCLA had some great players. Yeah. Uh, baseball, McGuire, Randy Johnson, big-time Hall of Fame-type players. I mean, the Los Angeles Kings were winning. I mean, Los Angeles was on fire. Dodgers won that World Series. You know, the the Eckersley backdoor, Kirk Gibson. I mean, those the, the Dodgers were Fernando Valenzuela good, right? They were loaded, man. Loaded. That was a really good time oh, in sports for that. It was phenomenal time in that city. My gosh. Phenomenal. Yep. There you go. Continuing to talk about Steph Curry, Magic Johnson. Let's get out to Sam. What's up, Sambo? Hey, uh, long time, no no talk, but I, I can't even believe they have Curry's name in the same breath with Magic. His first year in, in the league, Sean, and you remember this, they were in the NBA championship and Magic played center. He was starting center. Yeah, I brought it. I, I was talking about that. We were doing a, a, a hit on Fox just before this, Sam, on television. And I said, until Steph Curry, and I love him, he may be the best shooter we've ever seen. There's no doubt. He, he's, he's got more of an argument to make uh, the second team point guard, but not the first. Magic, I said, when Steph can go from point guard in, on, on game five and then go to game six on the road at the Spectrum in Philadelphia with Abdul-Jabbar out and score 42 points, get 15 rebounds and seven assists, come see me then until then 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 just save it and so no Steph, Steph that, take him out of that you know don't put that in anybody's mouth Steph belongs in the team picture he just doesn't belong in the first group exactly I, I would I would I would fully agree with that and there was another guy from Ventura California Keith Wilkes I should say Jamal Wilkes UCLA guy I mean, you're telling me Jamal couldn't shoot it? Yeah, he was he was he was pretty good in a pinch as about their third or fourth best player. Yeah, exactly. UCLA's <laughs> he was he was a phenomenal player. Um, and then the whole thing, dude. So we get so caught in this hyperbolic crap. Steph Curry's a hell of a player, but Steph and it would have been different than just like it would have been different for Magic. More open court for Magic. They don't defend as much. He he even scored more, but. Steph would score in any era, but he would have been dealt with a little bit more physically when Magic played than Magic would be dealt with more physically now because we don't we we don't hammer people that come down the lane and make them pay anymore. We just don't. So Steph, great, best shooter ever, Sam. Thanks, brother. I appreciate it. We're on the same page with that. Listen, miss me with the Magic Steph Curry point guard stuff. Hit me with Steph Curry in the argument with who's next? Oscar Robertson, Isaiah Thomas. John Stockton, whoever it is you got as your as your second all time point guard, stay there. Yeah, but this one here, if I ain't taking if I ain't taking Magic out, I mean uh, Michael out for LeBron. Guess what I'm not doing? Taking Magic out for Steph Curry. That's exactly right. Yeah, that was another topic on one of these national shows. If Steph Curry and the Warriors go on to win the NBA title this year, that'll be his fifth. Do you replace? I'll put it to him you this over way. LeBron. No. On the Mount Rushmore? No. 
No, Steph stayed in one place his whole career and has had three or four Hall of Fame players. Now, that's part of LeBron's fault, self-inflicted, leaving to go right. chase it. But it's like, listen, Montana didn't lose. They d- did not lose a Super, a Super Bowl. Bowl. He won four. Yeah. It's 4 no. Brady's the best of all time, but you'll get the argument that, well, Joe didn't lose any. Tom lost three, mm-hmm. even though he won seven. With this, how many did LeBron lose? What's LeBron? He's got four. What's he, four and four? Four and five? Been to like eight or nine finals, hadn't he? Yeah. He's, he's lost just as many as he won, hasn't he? He's close. Is it 500 on the finals? Let's take a, a 10 trips to the finals. So then he's four, four and six. six. There you go. Yeah. Steph's, has Steph lost one? Has Steph lost an NBA finals? <clears throat> yeah, he lost to Cleveland. That's right. So he took to LeBron's LeBron team there, and, yeah. and Kyrie's team, right? Yes, yeah. So he's four and one. Yeah. So you'll get the argument there, but it stops there. Who's closer? LeBron to Jordan, Steph to LeBron. Oh, it's LeBron to Jordan. No question. Who's closer? LeBron to Jordan. Would you say Steph to LeBron closer? You said LeBron to Jordan. Yes. Closer. Steph to Magic or Steph to LeBron? Ooh. Man, that's a really good... Uh, let's see That's here. what the question... That here's, should be. That right. could have good banter. Don't, don't, don't give me this. Give me now and, and then throw it around. Okay, first is closer. LeBron to Michael, Steph to LeBron. Because they're comparing Steph to LeBron now, yet a month ago they're saying LeBron's the... Some have LeBron like... Isn't Nick Wright think LeBron's better than Michael, yeah, right? He, he's they a, had because he, he's now the all-time fuck. leading scorer right. in the NBA. But there's more history. to it than right. now. More to it. But my point is, is that, that, that... Wouldn't that be a better banter and a legitimate conversation? Yes, Who's better? that would. Closer LeBron to Michael, closer Steph to LeBron. Closer Steph to LeBron or Steph to Magic. Yeah. They, regardless of the position, we're just talking about the all-time team. Right. I'm going to make this argument. Elijah wants closer to being in the first five than Steph is. <laughs> you want to make that argument? Who's closer to the center position? I, I see if I was picking my all-time team, yeah. I'm not sure that I wouldn't put Elijah Wan as the power forward. He would be right there. Abdul-Jabbar, Elijah Wan, LeBron, Jordan, Magic Johnson. With all respect to a couple guys I'd have to leave out, like Larry Bird, like a few of these other Steph Curry would come mm-hmm. off the bench for me. Yeah. Kobe Bryant. Yep. Shaq. Kobe was just Shaq. Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah. There's three Lakers centers already. Right. I can make and listen, well, what about Duncan? I love Duncan, but you tell me this in truth. When all said, forget, I put him anywhere. And I think Tim Duncan is a phenomenal human being, a great player, phenomenal, the, the big fundamental, right? The, yeah. Just everything, right? And was well coached, all that. How many people drafting from the time they drafted then, during Tim Duncan's time, during Elijah Wan's time in their prime, and now? How many front office general managers and coaches? And I'm including Popovich in this. Are taking Tim Duncan over Elijah one? I would I would say not very many. And that's no disrespect. That's, no, it's not no disrespect to to Tim Duncan. You know what it is? It's oh my gosh to Elijah one. Well, look what Elijah one did to David Robinson. David Robinson is up there as well. When you talk, he sent about, a message. Yeah. Listen, I can tell you this: that five I just gave you is not losing to anybody. Yeah. You pick your second five. Not losing to anybody. Bill Russell. He's on me. He got it just for. Sheer oh, wins a lot. Everything, I mean, whatever, just, everything he did. In his yeah, right. He just was. Bill didn't need to score. He'd impact the game without having to score thirty. Right. So there's a lot of names on it. 
But I can make the argument, do you know many people that would choose in the prime of their career? If you had to choose one to start your franchise in their prime, Elijah Wan or Duncan, who are you taking? I would take Elijah Wan. It's close, but I, I, I'm, I'm leaning, leaning towards, towards Elijah Wan as well. Let's, uh, we'll take a break and we'll continue this discussion about some of the greatest players of all time. Steph and Magic, the uh, NBA playoffs are rolling along, and so are we on the Sean Salisbury Show. Hey, V's Barbershop, guys. I refuse to, and when I say refuse, it's like I'm not fighting with anybody. Nobody's arguing with me because they know what V's Barbershop is. There's five locations. The newest one in the Ellison development, the Katy Cypress area. You, you, you do not want to go somewhere else, guys. This is, think old school when you're watching old movies or you're going barbershop with the new school amenities that make it feel like a spa, but not stuffy like some spas you go in that you're not supposed to be there. Kids, come on and get your hair cut while your mom watches and grabs something out of the tap or in the refrigerator. Dads, you go in there and get your hair cut, have a cold beer, turn on the sports, good conversation. That smell of the old school barbershop, fellas, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You get great stylists or barbers, as I like to call them. Stylist seems a little stuffy to me, too, for the fellas. Great haircut. Five locations. 1999. This is a brand. 15 years of it. Led by great leaders. And when you go in, I don't know about you, but when I get a haircut, if it's a really good one, which it is every time, I, I won't schedule anywhere else but V's. I'll wait a day if I have to. If you go into V's Barbershop and walk in, when you get a great haircut, it feels like you lost 20 pounds. It's a new lease on life. It's strange, but it's true. Think about that feeling after you've had a cold beer. Boom, hit that tap while you're in there watching. Fellas, the smell, the old school barbershop with the fresh cut straight, you know, the, the straight shave, the razor shave with the lather, neck and, and scalp massage. Don't go anywhere else. Go to V's, five locations, 1999. This is a brand, and it's growing you don't want to miss it. If you want an experience, not just a haircut, go to V's Barbershop. V's Barbershop, five locations, a brand, old school barber with new school amenities. What's better than that? And a cold beer if you want one. V's Barbershop. V's Barbershop. I'm listening to you. And- so emotionally tied to this team. The Sean Salisbury Show continues. All right, let's go. Couple of segments left here on the Sean Salisbury Show. The Astros with an off day today. Celtics beat the 76ers in the NBA playoffs, and the Warriors and Lakers are on tonight in the Western Conference semifinals. We've been talking about Stephen Curry, LeBron James, Magic Johnson. There was a couple of hot takes floating around that Steph Curry could overtake Le- uh, LeBron James on the Mount Rushmore of NBA players, that he was better than Magic Johnson. So that means, according to some of these national pundits and, and so called experts. Yep. Like I said, if it's opinion that's true and you believe it, run with it. If it's hot take, it's just where I got to listen to it because you think it gets clicks. Run, it, it, it miss me with it. Yep. So you're telling me that the people that if if Stephen A. Smith believes this, and I like, you know how I feel. I don't need to even qualify this. I love Stephen A. I think he works his ass off, and the reason he gets paid because either eyes or, or, or advertisers want to watch him. Right. I know he works hard. Uh, and I agree with him on some things. This, if he's serious about thinking that Steph's taken over LeBron, is it? He said Steph over LeBron, right? Uh, Close to it, because yes, it was Colin Rushmore. Coward who said Steph over Magic Johnson. Yeah, here on they, Fox, they right? Got it back up again this morning. And I know they're asking it in a question form: Could Curry take LeBron's spot on Mount Rushmore? And if if Stephen A. says if Curry beats LeBron and wins his fifth ring, he takes over 
that spot. Okay. Well, if you believe that he's better than LeBron, so now you're telling me that those who believe that Michael Jordan and LeBron, that LeBron's better than Michael Jordan. So now Steph's the greatest player of all time. Yeah. Or, the, or, or the second greatest player of all time. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, Steph's not better than Kobe Bryant. He's not. And it has nothing He's to do not. with era. That's, a, that's, in, that's not the old school. It's kind of the, the, the tweener. Steph's, Steph's not the best player in the NBA now. Now, he's sustained it for a long period of time. He is the greatest pure shooter from long range that I've ever seen. Long range. He's, he's phenomenal. There is no range. He can, he can extend that as far as he wants. And there is no doubt he's in the team picture. I believe there's some that still would not put him in the top ten of all time. I, honestly, and I would understand it. But he's creeping towards that. I mean, he's in rarefied air. He's not LeBron. I'm sorry. And he's surely not in Michael Jordan's class. No, he's not. Let's get out to the uh, phone lines at 713-212-5790 uh, in order longest way. Let's go to Bill. What's up, Bill? First of all, Mount Rushmore type of conversations like those guys have give me headaches. Amen. It's such a, it, it's such, Bill, it's such a, it almost feels like we don't have any uh, we have no, what's the word I'm looking for? Content. So let's go with that com- you know, that comment, right? Mount Rush. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's reaching into the back, the bottom of the bag of, 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 of talk radio tricks or talk, talk TV tricks. What I've told uh, Ryan when he answered the phone was that, can you put your way back hat on for a second? Imagine this. Imagine the 80s and mid, mid to late 90s. If we had Twitter, social media, TikTok, Instagram, when Dr. J, Magic, the Lakers, Jordan, Bird, all those guys played. Would we be this crazy about a Steph Curry today? Had we had Twitter 30 years ago? No. And f- compare Steph Curry to what? It, it, with the same kind of volume and exposure today. Imagine that, Sean. I'm trying what to. Twitter, Agreed. And that it. Is that insane to think about? Yeah, now now reverse it. Now reverse this. And, Bill, you make a fantastic point. Because there's more. Remember, and you know this. There used to be a game on a week or two you'd, okay. until the playoffs. You'd, the week. That's right. That's what you'd watch. One. So that was. And it was Lakers, Celtics, Lakers, Knicks, Ewing, and all that. And guess what? Sure. And, and you'd see it and watch it in Detroit Pistons, and we'd love it. The exposure and, and seeing everything they do. Now flip it. Imagine if. Steph Curry and this group of players had no social media, right? Like they only old got a, they, they they get a twelve second highlight on ESPN, move on to the next right game. on stuff, the that, top that, of the Sports Center, right? And and yeah. you you only get one game a week to show the national audience live what you're doing. You get my point. So you the, it works both ways, and you're exactly right. That's not taking anything away from Steph Curry or, or today's great players, Giannis and some great ones. But I can tell you this: that it is a lazy narrative. To the second a guy, you know, carry hits 45 or 50 in a playoff game that automatically he's better than LeBron. It's tired is what it is, and it's lazy. Yeah, I, th- oh, I think, okay. yeah. I guess we have- yeah, Bill's, Bill makes a fantastic point. Fantastic point. Let's go to uh, Jim in Memorial. What's up, Jim? Hey, guys. Uh, great. Bill made a great point. That's just what I was going to say. It's, it's subjective. I mean, um, you know, there's no rent protectors. I think Sean mentioned it. Uh, you know, Elijah one, he's a pretty good shot blocker. I mean, 
he patrolled the middle like nobody. Uh, you also had a lot tougher D, and uh, Bill mentioned it. I mean, Larry Bird was a fantastic outside shooter. You want to go way back, you can go back to Pistol Pete, no three-point line. I mean, it's just a different era. That's all there is to it. And if we're talking about football, I mean, you know, yeah, Montana won four. I mean, I'm not denying Brady's the greatest. I'm just saying Montana won four Super Bowls. He also threw 11 touchdowns and zero interceptions. Right, so there's and, the argument. You know, yeah, agreed. And, and then also, you know, Sean played in this era where you got Lester Hayes on on you, hitting you after five yards, <clears throat> knocking tight ends down, uh, uh, LT and Derek Thomas uh, taking your head off. I mean, it's just a different era. It's it a is. lazy it's a lazy uh, agenda. No doubt. Anyway, great, great show, point. guys. Thanks, appreciate buddy. It, appreciate it. And, that, and neither one of our callers are saying that this era is not good. Right. It's not old head talking. It's simple. Put it this way. I believe it's easier to play now in the NBA than it was then. Yeah. It doesn't mean you can't have success in both. Listen, the rules say it. You hammer a guy now, you miss him. You, you, you'll get suspended from a, a flagrant two. And listen, I've talked to Rick Mahorn at nauseum about it. those guys. If you got one basket inside the lane, guess what? They were willing to sign because they weren't going to get ejected. They're just going to get a simple foul. Yeah. It's the same in football. Listen, they could take three steps and he doesn't mean that Marino doesn't belong here, that Brady couldn't be five MVPs there. It just says it's different. And to compare those, but we are so hyperbolic and so quick to want to guy had 50. Well, we've seen Steph do this his whole career. There's no doubt when you sit around a conference room table and you get the best 25 around, Doc, Magic, LeBron, Michael, Kobe, Larry, Steph, guess what they're doing? Sitting there, and that dude in Milwaukee, about another three years of it, he's at the table too. Elijah won. That's a hell of a conversation that they can cross over airs. But I can tell you this, the physicality in sports, baseball included, brushback pitches, things have changed. And you know what? We err on the side of safety, not on the air. We don't err on the side of kicking your ass. Yeah. That's just the way it is. That's how it is today. And it's yeah. okay. It's just different. Doesn't yeah. make it right or wrong. It's different. I prefer a little more physicality in my game. Yeah, I'm with you. I like the physicality aspect of it. We just don't see that anymore. But uh, it is what it is. Ray and Jay, we'll get to you guys. Rhino's physical. Rhino bring physicality. Oh, yeah. He did at the house yesterday. He punched Kilo on the side of the head once. Why would you say that? I would never hurt that dog. <laughs> Dude, you know what's crazy? Ryan, you're punching dogs. Well, no, you know, no, it's, I would did never. you punch that dog either? The truth is, it wouldn't even face Kilo, but no, he wouldn't because he loves Kilo, and Kilo's such a sweet boy, isn't he? Yeah, I got, I got. Uh, what was it, a, a hug and kiss attack from Kilo and Opus. Yeah, they and then Patron's just, just like, hey, welcome to the crib. Dude. How you doing? I and got Paris this handled. was sitting on my lap, you know, giving me some stank breath and yeah, that's chilling, not, watching that's, the that's, games. That's, that's uh, Sp- Paris is... Uh, family dog that's a mom um, um, her mother's dog mm-hmm. tanny's mother's dog yeah i got news for you that dude needs a toothbrush i see <laughs> I need, it needs a toothbrush and, a, and a, over the fact that you just let her breathe on you Perry, yeah. you could you could smell paris from like four feet away yeah maybe eight feet away and mm. you can tell it's the breath not but, the body i said you gotta yeah. go you I told her you gotta take that dog and get that teeth brushed because she's awesome, great dog. And she said she's doing that today. Yeah, but my three so dogs. Good. Oh, you don't have. You, if you got the funk, you're going back to a kennel. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, you love Kilo though. You and Kilo are tighter than yeah, mouse nuts, I, man. Yeah, we were hanging out. He was trying to share my pizza with me. Nice. Yep. There you go. Yeah, Ray and Jay. We'll get to you guys next. We'll continue this discussion about LeBron, Steph, and Magic Johnson. End the show next on Sports Talk 790. 
more Sean Salisbury. Get in, strap in, and ride in. Final segment of the Sean Salisbury Show here on Sports Talk 790. Astros with an off day today. Got the NBA playoffs rolling along. Lakers and Warriors tonight. Lakers are up in that series one game to nil. Rhino, how you feeling about that game tonight? You're going to be watching no Astros on, so you got to be watching that, right? Wait, you talking Lakers-Warriors? Yeah, Lakers-Warriors. You're going to be watching oh, the Kraken and Stars. Uh, honestly, I'll be tuned into both because those both of those series are very intriguing to me. I'm uh, Technically, because we don't have a hockey team, big Stars fan. Yeah. And then uh, they're down 1-0, uh, despite, I guess, one of their best players came back after taking a nasty hit against the Wild. I'm going to mispronounce his name, so I'm not going to even bother to try. He had four goals in their last game, but the Kraken still won. So dying to see that, and, and yeah, Lakers Warriors is probably the most intriguing NBA playoff series happening right now. So yeah, definitely going to be tuned into both. Yeah, I'll be watching that Kraken and uh, see uh, Kraken and uh, Stars game. We'll yeah. check that out. You smell crack, cr- don't you? And you're going to maybe crack and open a beer? Okay. No. <laughs> yeah, spittle tap. No, I'm actually no, going home to watch a beer. bunch of baseball. No, see, you're not this afternoon. Yes, no, I am. You're not. Dude, it's on you're going to be outside working in your yard. I'll be doing that too in the back. But well, I got those. T- I'm going to watch spittle tap it. Um, I'm going to tap that. I mean, spittle tap it. Um, and then I'm going to do, you're right, work in those planter boxes and then get ready for tonight. But it's a lot of day baseball. And you put them up there. Good day. Good day to have a cold one. Hopefully it won't rain. Fat cat a little bit. I'm with Ryan a little hockey, a little NBA tonight and get after. But a lot of day baseball today. A lot of it. Gotta love day baseball. Let's get to Ray. Day baseball is so much better tonight. So much better. I love it so much more. Let's get to Ray. I want to talk about Steph Curry. What's up, Ray? Hey, good morning, guys. Um, I I want to talk about Steph real fast. Um, As always, and I'll I'll let you guys uh, chime in, but I I don't have him ranked in my top 10. Steph, to me, me is a guy that, yeah, he's the greatest shooter of all time, but if you want to say because the guy is, is a great shooter, that he's one of the greatest of all time, then then you might as well have Larry Bird, Ray Allen, and Reggie Miller in that conversation because these these guys could shoot as well. They belong in the and, conversation. Make no mistake about it. Yeah. Right. But when they put Steph, he's the, one of the greatest shooters, but when I'm, I'm hearing today saying that, that you can put him in the conversation of greatest of all time, and that's just no way. Yep. There's just no way. I, 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 don't, I don't think it, but I'll hang up and listen and see what you guys have to say. Have a great day, okay? You too, buddy. Appreciate it, Ray. Uh, he's 100% correct. It's... Great shooter, great player. He's we're talking. He's a, he's a, that's a little overblown to put him in the top five, and to put him ahead of Magic, and to put him ahead of LeBron. Just stop it. Yeah, last stop it. Last call of the show. Let's go to Jay. What's up, Jay? Hey, how y'all doing, fellas? So just like the last caller said, with Seth, I think people diminish the fact that uh you know he he's he's a little guy and he's playing in this era i will give him one thing to me this is my personal opinion he's one of the most feared players and that's that's from a stance a uh, fan standpoint when they played the rockets you feared him so i'm sure the players on the floor feared him so i give that i would say him and kareem are two people are, are two of the people that no matter what you do, like you just got to hope that they're off. You just got to hope Steph is off. Yeah, they're going to get and theirs. Yeah, because they can. They they go in streaks. You know, he'll hit eight in a row. Right. That's where you, just yeah. the ability to to wear out a game, no doubt. But I wanted to speak on this uh, 
Kyle Hurd and LeBron. To me, him and Stephen A. Not Kyle Hurd, I'm sorry. Uh, Stephen A. said about LeBron, about Curry jumping him or whatever. Him and Skip Bayless have had such a hard-on for LeBron to try to get him to respond. And LeBron is one of those few people that don't care. I'm sure he pays attention, but he won't give him the time of day. And so they say ridiculous stuff to try to get him to respond. And it, it come off as pathetic and just, you creating banner, but you, you don't believe that. Like you, There's no way you believe Steph is over LeBron. Right. It's, it's pretty much Jordan and LeBron, pretty much, as far as I'm concerned. That's a Jay, you're exactly right. 100% Jay's correct. It's, listen, it's like, okay, you, re, you really want to start this again. Yeah. We've been talking about LeBron and Michael, and now all of a sudden that we are going to jump on in, and Steph Curry's now, you're saying, well, Steph and LeBron, it's, Steph's not the best player in the NBA as we speak. He's the best shooter. So team picture, I'll just leave that. Team picture, yes. Miss me hard on the LeBron Steph Curry Steph Curry comparisons, and including the Magic Johnson Steph Curry comparisons. Um, I want to knock that doggone mouthpiece right out of his mouth. I do too. But I can't stand the. Way I still does. like the way he plays. Oh boy, is he a, is he a dominant shooter that can destroy your confidence in about four trips down the floor? Uh, the uh, Tennessee Titans. I just saw this come across my feed on Twitter. They uploaded like a little promo video. And it's them pull, pulling a football helmet out of an oil barrel. Yeah. And uh, it says coming summer 2023. Okay. Do you think they're going to bring back a throwback oiler jersey? Probably. And it'll piss <laughs> Texans fans off. <laughs> yeah. They're definitely doing it. You think it'll be a troll job? Yes. 100%. Yeah, you may be correct about that. 100%. Yeah. And it's going to yeah. be the powder blue. What a great uniform. Phenomenal. I'm thinking of this, judging from this lazy Mount Rushmore. Here's a guy. Here's a guy. Is I love the red Patriots jerseys and the white pants. Those are That's a great look. And the, and the center on the helmet. Yeah, great look. I love the Raiders white on white silver numbers. Phenomenal. The Oilers blue gray. I know they're blue, but they got that, you know, that like hint of like just a soft touch of gray in the blue you know what i'm saying oh, yeah and those uniforms and the oil the, the derrick on the side of the helmet right isn't that isn't that what they had on there at one point in time really cool right yeah. and then i like the chargers powder blues and the white and the white pants um or you can even go with those the, the gold the yellowish gold pants but i like the uh cowboys throwback white and, and blue blue with, with the star the, on it yes yeah those sweet. are classic they usually wear them on thanksgiving sweet those are nice dude yeah very sweet yeah those are those are pretty sweet yeah. what um what is it so you were drafted by seattle went to seattle in 87 right 86 yeah what uniforms did they have back then oh they were cool the the, the we had the blue and green with uh -huh. the blue dominant with the green trim yeah and then we obviously had our road whites. And what did we have? We had a, oh, and we had silver helmets at times. They, with, with the, 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 the little the Seahawk. The Seahawk on yeah. the side. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Those are pretty sweet. Yeah, I, one thing I will agree with now, we have these, like the, you know, the mirrored helmets and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I, I, I like, there are certain area uniforms that looked really cool that, that I don't think we have now. I like throwback uniforms as a regular basis. I know they don't with marketing and all that. There's some really cool ones now. Right. But damn. 
If I was the Patriots, I'd be wearing those red jerseys and white pants every friggin' week. You know what I mean? If I could. Just like if you were the Texans, I would rather have them in the powder blue. I know it's an oiler thing. And the and having played in the Chargers, we didn't put the powder. You wanted to steal it every time they did it. I'm going to take this jersey. Would You could get one anyway. But it was it. And I love the Raiders white on white with the silver as a Raider fan. So there's some really cool unis out there. Do you have authentic jerseys from your playing days? I actually, like, yes. Didn't, like you, actual didn't you say you wanted one, right? I did. I asked you day one. I said, hey, one thing that would mean a lot to me is if you give me one of your Minnesota Ryan. ones and if autograph it for me because I want to frame it. Ryan, Rhino, pop in here for a second. Oh, yeah, buddy. What did I pull out yesterday? It, did, it was pulled out yesterday and put on my desk that I forgot to bring today for Brian. Oh, I know exactly what it was. I mean, do you want me to reveal it or do yes, you want it tell to be him. a surprise? Tell him. It was a very nice, like hand-stitched Salzy jersey. Yeah. Packed. Very Ready. nice. Um, yeah, I want, yeah. So I, I would have, and one. I was, like I said, Rhino said, well, I, where's mine? And I said, well, you've never asked one. I would never yeah. just assume, walk in here and start handing out jerseys. <laughs> but it's, it, it's, it, I would, I said, well, Brian asked one, and I've never really yeah. thought about it because it feels weird. Yeah. Not weird that you want one, but weird to get. And then brought it out yesterday. I thought, okay, I'm going to give it to him because you asked for it. Yeah. So there you go. It's a purple Minnesota Vikings jersey exactly with the white lettering. Yeah. There you go. Can't wait to have that one. Yeah. You guys going to wear it to wear it to bed at night? Probably. <laughs> Just that. <laughs> make you a dig. When you, we make, make you a dig, not a dig. Don't get a dig on me. Not to dig, but a deal. That the whatever it is, you make love again. Whatever that is. I don't know if it's ever happened. I know you're probably virgin. But whatever it is you make love again, yeah. wear that jersey. Just that. Yes. Yes. Go say, I got to go to the restroom, honey, and come back out in that jersey. And I want to make sure that she kind of looks at you from the backside so she sees the name on the back. I'm going to hike my leg and up and take make a her for you. yell my name while you're doing it. Salzy! <laughs> yeah, stand up with one leg up and yeah, take a picture. Take a picture. Yeah. Here you go. That's right. Oh, that's going to do it. Excuse He's Sean Salisbury. Brian Money is our producer. Good stuff today, as always. We're back tomorrow morning. Uh, it's In Your Fills Friday tomorrow. Can't wait for that. Next up. you got nobody now. Make sure you got one movie. Nobody for the got no- one movie. After this, no movies for yep. the summer for you. Next up with Stan Orfleet and Chris Gordy. Coming up next on Sports Talk 790. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.